My name is Mike Busey, and as always, joined by my wonderful co-host Miguel Colon Jr. How are what you, up, sir? Mike? I'm good, man. I'm real good. We were just we were just bumping Scar. I don't know if you guys remember the song Scar from Luke. We had Luke and Trick Daddy. Of course. Sometimes me and Mike we got to get amped up. And though me and Mike are big fans of super intelligent hip hop, we love we love lyricists like Nas, Jay Z, Biggie. But every now and then, you just got to let that fucking wild ass ignorant ass i'm gonna break some like what do you think hip-hop wise if you had to pick the most ignorant rapper that was like one of your favorite rappers who would you say is just an ignorant ass rapper that you fucking love you love when they just drop that wild shit hmm. i'll tell you this one mine jeezy and i don't think jeezy's ignorant like he's stupid i just mean lyrically it's just wild ass dope boy music and i love i love when i'm listening to like dope boy trap music and like i'm on my way to fucking uh you know like total wine or 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 fucking i'm like bumping this hard ass trap music in the parking lot of trader joe's you know feeling like feeling like i'm a goddamn g even though i'm wearing sandals and a fucking polo shirt and i'm about to go buy quinoa and shit like that Trick Daddy, yeah. Trick Daddy yeah. gets me fired up. I feel pretty ignorant and listening to him, and even though he, he's very intelligent. He's intelligent. But I, I think when I use the word ignorant, I, I don't mean it in a sense that it's actually ignorant. Like, I'm using the word improperly, but I would, I just mean it makes me feel like I'm going to do some wild-ass ignorant shit. Project Pat, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a long list of... Uh, just, what'll get you... Go, what'll, what'll send you to jail tonight, like right well, I have, now? I have a playlist on Spotify. Uh, it is called, uh, If You're Playing This, You're Most Likely to Go to Jail, Wilding Out Shit. And it is a hip hop playlist just uh, full of like Little John, Eastside Boys, Pastor Troy, Trick Daddy. It is like you are going to catch a domestic violence charge and you're probably going to get thrown out of somewhere if you listen to that shit before you pull up. If BG comes on, if any BG from, from, uh, pops up, I'm, I'm going to, ca- I'm going to catch a, a- a third degree felony at least. Like at least I'm gonna be charged with mean mugging or something like that. I had this friend named Claudia and she was like my platonic homegirl. We never fucked. She fucked a bunch of the homies and shit. Did you wanna fuck her? Yeah, I mean I would, anytime a guy says, you know, she's just my friend, you're really saying, Yeah, she's my friend, but if she wanted to fuck, I'm That's, gonna fuck. My whole policy has always been this, and ladies, I want you to listen up loud because I want you to know this this policy comes from a place of respect. I'm probably down to fuck, but I'm not going to try to fuck you if you're my homie. If you're exactly. my friend, homie, I'm not going to try to. Now, I rule out cruise ships, uh, islands, uh, oh, yeah. for any foreign country. I rule it out. If we're blackout drunk in Prague and you're like, Miguel, last night you told me let's fuck. I thought we were just friends. I'm like, I was blackout drunk in Prague. I don't, that doesn't I count. It. I 100% agree. And cruise ships, 100, cruise ships, like, it's like my dick ate a Cialis. The minute I get on a cruise ship, my dick's like, we fucking something? We fucking something? Because we eating a lot of sodium. There's a lot of times I've been on a trip and I'm like, yo, I got to bring that guaranteed puss. Yeah. You know, um, I guess Kevin Durant uh, got, got in some hot water because this porn star, like, exposed him by saying, uh... Yeah, he brought another girl as a backup date on a date in case she didn't want to fuck. And hey, I was like, hey, I, I, I'm cool with that. We, are we faulting Kevin Durant now for Hell being no. proactive? No. So you're telling me Kevin Durant didn't sexually harass a girl? He didn't force a girl to have sex? Well, he hey, I don't know her, the whole story. I, didn't make her, I didn't no, listen to but it. But he didn't make her feel awkward by pressuring her. He respected the fact that this other girl didn't want to fuck, so he had some backup pussy on deck to fuck. You know how many times I've been in a situation... To where I'm like, yo, so hey, uh, you trying to you trying to get naughty or 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 nah? And they're like, nah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I immediately remove myself from the situation. And they're like, 
what the fuck? Oh my god! Oh, all right, fuck! Come fuck me! Just come fuck me!" And then they they get like angry, especially if they're like low key. I feel like girls, even if they're your homie, they low key get kind of jealous because they don't want you fucking someone that they don't approve of. Like they want to control you, even though they're not sucking your dick. I hate when a girl's your homie and you have seen her while out with dicks by the dozen. And you're kicking it with a girl, and they're like, oh, don't fuck her. And I'm like, I've watched you fuck basketball teams. You know, not even winning teams, yeah. man. You yeah. know? I mean, we all have that Two friend. Two A teams. We all have that friend that, you know, like, as far as a girl, at least me and Gellin, I don't know about all of you, but yeah. I have plenty of platonic girlfriends that I have had sex with maybe once or twice, maybe a handful of times, and... It's one of those things where, like, all right, cool, whatever, no big deal. Let's keep it moving. Like, I'll go on a date with you with your new boyfriend or whatever be the case. But my one friend, Claudia, you like that? I'm going back to where I started. Claudia. She drove this uh, fucking white eclipse. I, thought, I think it was white. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but she would be playing that uh, fucking Pastor Troy fucking uh, just that crunk-ass yeah. shit. And she, I would get so fired up before... We, we to this day, if I call her, I we always like I bet you won't, I bet you won't, I bet you won't get drunk. And if I call her right now, I'd say, hey, what, what do we always say? I bet you won't. I'd get so crunk that I would literally I broke her fucking seat in her Eclipse, just getting fucking buck wild. You know how you know, I still do it to this day. All that bobbing and fucking, I look like I'm having a fucking spaz attack, going into fucking cardiac seizure fucking arrest and i'm drunk as shit and i'm and i've definitely like like I, what i did in the kit car like i broke the fucking uh the back seat it just collapsed That's, you broke the kit car no the clips I, I, oh. i'd be doing some wild ass shit and and when i was younger i was way more reckless y'all don't even i mean i'm talking before you even before you knew me there were times where like oh man if i got drunk and i don't know why i did this i think it was just young and dumb shit I, we were drinking shit that no human should be possibly consuming, like 151 or no, Everclear. We used to drink Everclear all the time. I remember one time I had a cup of Everclear that I was drinking, and uh, I put it on my dresser, and it spilled, and I woke up, and all the paint was dripping off my dresser. And I was like, this is the shit I would just sip. And it was just all the paint had just fucking come off the dresser 100%. It's like those videos you see of someone dipping something in Coca-Cola, and it like oxidizes it or some shit, and you're like, oh, hmm. That's probably not what I should be putting in my stomach. Shout out to Coke. We have extra Coke, actually Coke next to us. Coca Cola. Are you Coke or Pepsi? Coke. If I have, like, if I have, if I have a choice, Coke. I can drink a Pepsi. I know you can't. I, I mean, I can, but I, but I, I'm gonna I, choose Coke. If, yeah, me too. I feel like Pepsi tastes like diaper water. See, <laughs> I'm just gonna choose Coke because I prefer it over Pepsi. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm. You know what? I'm glad though. I'm glad I don't drink off-brand sodas anymore because my whole goddamn childhood was off-brand sodas. We never got Coke. No, man, I'm talking Shasta, Czech, uh, you know, Mountain Lion when I was living in South Carolina instead of Mountain Dew. I just went to Winn-Dixie yesterday for the first time in years, and that place still looks like shit. Why does Winn-Dixie just scream like poverty as soon as you walk in? They they really need a new interior designer to come in there and reamp it up. Winn-Dixie doesn't give one fuck about, like, its image. Like, Winn-Dixie does not... Like, if you go... Now, there's a Winn-Dixie and a Popka 
that's really nice and it blows my mind because it's a Winn-Dixie and it's got a nice but most Winn-Dixies you go to it looks like 1987 like you walk into that Winn-Dixie it looks like like some family member that lives in a trailer that smokes inside of it it's like yellow and brown yeah. and dark lit, not well lit what, what are other places that haven't got with the times I'm going to tell you Winn-Dixie has not got with the times I feel like Arby's is kind of out Arby's I was just thinking the same thing Arby's Arby's you walk into an Arby's and you don't know what the fuck's going on like you know they're like there's a pita and a slider and like they're like we woke try an Arby kebab like they're fucking all over the place on the menu Arby's doesn't have a thing you go for like it used to be the roast beef sandwich but the world has grown up enough to know nobody gives a fuck about a restaurant that sells a roast beef sandwich with some cheese whiz on it hey, you know watch your mouth watch your nah, mouth nah man Arby's speak, doesn't speak get it I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you a restaurant that nobody understands uh we don't know the hours to Burger King like, you know McDonald's is either open 24 hours or it closes at, like, 2 a.m. or something. But nobody knows what the fuck hours Burger King has. Like, you can go to a Burger King, and it's open from 7.30 a.m. to 2 in the afternoon. Then it opens back up at 6 and closes at 9.15. Like, you know. That's funny you, you said that just yesterday I drove by a Burger King. And I looked over, and it looked like it was closed. closed it was man. like two in the afternoon. Like, yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Burger King's got no hours of operations, man. Burger King, it's all about when the manager of Burger King wants to go back home and check on his kids or play some Fortnite. Burger King it has, the, and then when you do go to a Burger King, you're shocked because, like, you know the Whopper. And you know that plank chicken sandwich that you know is like poured out into a mold or some shit and then made. It's like a goddamn hash brown looking chicken sandwich. But then you look at the other things at Burger King and you're like, first of all, they're like, we got 20 nuggets for a dollar. And you're like, how? How the fuck everybody else is running out of chicken and Burger King's like, nah, we got all the chicken we need, man. This there, there should be a restaurant that is like... Uh, it sells only the best of every restaurant because I feel like every restaurant has the best of <laughs> the something. The all-star restaurant me- menu? Yeah. McDonald's fries. You know, you go with the Whopper. Then if you got like some fucking salad, you go with like a Wendy's and they're, they're chili or some shit. There should be a menu that you can yeah. get everything that you actually love all at the same place. That's called the airport. Because you go to the airport and you're like, welcome to the Wendy's, Hardee's slash Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Panda Express, Pizza Hut. That's yeah. uh, you know, and then you got to You got to know. You ever what been you to ordered. a KFC buffet? Yeah, there was used to be one over here in Claremont. Well, there man. was one in Melbourne, and uh, my basketball team went there in high school. And my boy Sam Hawkins, his big ass, got kicked out. Got us kicked out because he was like putting chicken in his pocket <laughs> and t- trying to take to go fucking shit. And apparently, that's frowned upon at buffets at, at the KFC in Melbourne. Uh, it was Melbourne and Cocoa Beach, Florida. It was the same area, but um. I remember being like flabber, it like if mind fucked me because I remember when I think it was like ninety seven, ninety eight, when Super Walmart's came out, and I was like, "That was Holy a fucking mind fucking blower." Shit. And now these kids don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. They, they don't even remember Super Kmart, Walmart's yeah. arch nemesis that couldn't win the battle. That food court was shitting on everybody. Oh, at Walmart. bro, the Walmart food court came out, and I was just like, "Hold on," because they had like a McDonald's. And like another, they'll be like an Annie Ann's pretzel or some shit. Annie Ann's pretzels, if you're building some sort of mall or shopping center, they pop up organically. Like you just have a corner, you leave it, you, a little water spills, and then the next day there's an Annie Ann's pretzels in there. Is there a restaurant or, or like a store that's no longer in business that you wish was still around? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're gone or not. And I don't know if they were good or not. 
But I used to like Quincy's and Ryan's when I was a little kid, man. Did you go to either of those? Yeah, I went to Ryan's Buffet was like the first real yeah. buffet that and I, I had know, been to. And those were in South Carolina. Yeah, I don't I know if they to. were good. That's South, here's the thing, guys. If you've never been to South Carolina, I think South Carolina is the buffet capital of the South. Vegas has probably only got it beat. The but first time I went to a CC's was on a church trip in Tennessee, and I was like, Oh my god! You know when you're young and dumb and you have no business, like even trying to suggest anything. Yeah, I remember just telling random people, like, "Hey, so I went to this place in Tennessee and it was an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet," and I was like, "I can't wait and hope and pray to God that comes to Florida." I like how you mentioned that when you were a kid of no means. I remember suggesting cars to people, be like, "I don't know," because I would get like car magazines. I'm like 12 years old. I'm like, "I'm just saying, guys, I think the Ram truck is way better based on things I've read in a magazine at 12 years old." Did you ever take the East Bay magazines oh, God, and start yeah. circling the and cutting out wanted? the shoes and shit you know you couldn't afford? I, listen, my room was filled with Lowrider magazine pictures. I had both Orleys and Lowrider magazine pictures all over my wall. And then all my binders were filled with Crutchfield stereo systems. Traffic keepers? And then, yeah, and then East Bay sneakers. And I'd be like, I'm just going to put these in here. I remember showing, like, you and your homeboys would be sitting around the lunchroom looking at it and be like, yeah, I'm de- you had no car, you were 11 years old, and you get Crutchfield Magazine, you know? Fucking window shopping shit. Window shopping hard. I, I used to make collage boards. I'd cut them out and then fucking the put dream them. dream boards, Mike. Dream glue, boards. Glue them on a fucking po- poster board from Walgreens. Yeah. Like, I one day I'm going to have this. And and sometimes I look around here and I'm like, oh, shit, I got this. Oh, damn, okay. Did you ever have scramblers and, and car- carnival rides cut out? Carnival rides were definitely on the on the on the dream uh, dream stuff, you know. But um, I do remember as a child, I want to say it was middle school, because I feel like a lot of the cool shit you did in uh, middle school didn't. They're like, all right, time to grow up, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's ninth grade. Yeah, you're all getting puberty, and you're all going to be fucking each other on drugs soon. So chill the fuck out. But in middle school, I remember uh, a couple of cool teachers where they would have you draw your dream house. Yeah. And oh, I'd be God. like, oh, I'm going to need some more paper. And they're like, no, you only got one piece of paper. And yeah. Like, that, my fucking imagination doesn't fit on one piece of paper. And yeah. I would be fucking uh, super jazzed about the, like w- what I could have. And, and it was always a basketball court on there. And then I had my own, like, you know, my name, yeah. which at the which time you do. didn't know that I was going to actually have that one day. And. And it's uh, it's a fucking very surreal thing. I, I literally sometimes look around the house and the property, and I'm like, holy fuck. I know. And then I love it when people come here, when the members come to an event, and I would say 95% of the shit I buy is, is for other people's enjoyment. Because, you know, these sequence curtains, I definitely uh, did not was not excited about the price, $6,000. for, And it goes all the way around. It's 12-foot tall and they're all sequins and they go all the way around this room but i remember uh just i can look at random shit like the the led we took out the old halogen fucking fluorescent bulbs that take the ballast out and i remember spending way too much money on that and there's some things that like it hurt to spend but i knew it was going to be better for the long haul and uh you were talking you were talking about real quick people though, get to enjoy these things yeah and you were talking real quick about how like your teacher would have you draw your dream house and stuff like that what job did you want to have when you were a kid that you know now all right here i have the list could, in my head but that you know now you could never have done all right my first first thing i always i remember wanting to be like a rock star i remember playing on folgers coffee cans the little plastic lids and taking spoons and hitting them in my bunk bed. I remember that. Then I remember wanting to be like an astronaut 
and I remember taking like cardboard and making. I I must have watched one of these fucking Steven Spielberg movies. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to the moon, and I would tell my my friends and my parents like, yeah, I'm building a spaceship tomorrow. If you know if you want to come out, and I would take like a refrigerator fucking cardboard box and start cutting it and and drawing. And, and I remember being so proud of shit. I have a photo of a teepee that. I built in Boy Scouts, and I thought that shit. And and there was actually no fabric around the teepee. It was just the the the, the, the tree sticks. trunks crossing. And I remember being so proud of it. And there's a photo. Fo- I have a photo of it. I spent one morning, all morning, making a pair of sandals out of twigs and glue. And I like glued them to look like shoes. And I was like, this is so dope. And I called everybody in my house. Probably like six years old. I called them outside to look at my sandals. And my dad, he just one of those moments of being an ass. He goes put them on and walk in them. And I was like, okay. And I put them on my feet and they collapsed. And he just turned around and walked back in the house. Like, like, Fuck you, boy. You'll, yeah, never, you'll never be worth a shit. Basically, he was just like, you just called me out here for these fucking sandals? Walk in them. Walk in your fucking sandals. You know what he was thinking? Where'd you get that fucking glue? <laughs> like, is that my glue? Oh, if I ever touched anything of my dad's, he was like, well, goddamn, you done fucking broke my shit. I work off. My dad literally had a fucking... Uh, an extension, uh, a, um, a weed eater that the neck of it had broke years and years ago. He took PVC pipe and then refastened it. I remember it was green and yellow and it was electric. Pl- I had this long ass, jank ass disintegrator I used to plug in and I'd weed eat the backyard. And it was like this little townhome at the time. And uh, I remember weed eating my fucking backyard and getting electrified because my hands would sweat and I would stick to the fucking have i talked about this before? no but i got you on this my dad fixes my dad came in the room and i had all these pieces of paper i was drawing on all like crumpled up and he's looking at him he unfolds them and i think my father's like looking at it and i'm looking at his face and i'm like i'm about to get some like dad ass encouragement words like this is pretty good so blah, 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 blah. and he looks at it and he's like it's fucking pencil. You can erase it. You don't need to be throwing away this paper. And he was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And his voice was like, Jesus Christ. Like, he's throwing away fucking paper. What am I made of goddamn money? Oh, that sounds like my... I, I think your dad and my dad hung out secretly. Yeah. Didn't well, because they went to 80s dad school. Yeah. They went to 80s dad school, and they were like, this kid needs paper. I got to make sure he has enough paper. But if he keeps throwing away this paper, he's not going to have enough paper. Oh, my dad was... The, my dad literally was dead ass serious about, like... All right, you, I'm going to let you get four school shirts and took me to a fucking those 99-cent Disney World. You said they got you I'm, on the I'm Disney dead ass shirts. serious. I'm, I remember one year, like, from Walmart, I picked out these shitty fucking, I can tell you the goddamn colors. It was purple, tan, and a green, and I forget the fourth one, but it was four shirts. And it was same exact maker. It was a Walmart shirt. And that was it. And that was like, yo, that's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday is going to have to be a mix-up of fucking something that you didn't get shit on already. And the school clothes shit, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. You wearing your goddamn school clothes? Oh. I'm going to fucking kill you, boy. Oh, the school. You know what You know what the funniest part was? When your dad didn't know how to react, he just was like, your mom's, your mom's muscle. Like, he'd just be sitting there watching TV, and you'd walk in the living room with your school clothes about to play, and he would just look at you and not care. And then your mom would come and be like, Mike, do you know... Do you know your boy is about to go outside in his school clothes? He's like, what the fuck? And it's like, he just had no clue what was going on. There's he al- just knows to react. There's always, always between every child and their parent going to be those moments where like, this was totally not like him. And I don't know why this happened, 
but how the fuck did it happen and you were too scared yeah to ask or like question it because you didn't want to believe that you you knew especially now you knew that he purposely let this happen yeah but you don't know why because it wasn't his 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 motive normally and you're just grateful that it happened but was that one there's every kid no matter how shitty your parents were had that moment where like I don't know why he didn't spank me that yeah. night, but thank God he didn't. And then there was actually, do you remember the moments where you did something just like that? And you, like, let's say, you know, I remember like, you know, some other parent comes over and they're telling your dad what you did or something like that. And it's unspoken. He's like talking to him. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to fucking talk to him right now. I'm going to whoop his ass. And then he just comes to you and talks to you about it. And you're like, yeah, I did it. And he just looks at you and he's like. It's your fucking room. But you're like, whoa, that's it? And yeah. you know that he was smiling, like, especially like when it was a fight. Like when they heard you got into a fight, most of the times when, when like my father heard I got into a fight, he put on this front, like about, you know, you're not supposed to be fighting and blah, blah, blah. But I also knew he wasn't mad because he'd be like, go upstairs right now. You go, you watch TV, but you got to go to bed. And I'm like, meanwhile, he's calling his homies, yo, my boy kicked this kid's ass. Yeah. Kid fights. Yeah. He I, was secretly proud of you, Miguel. Yeah. I, well, I remember this, man. Uh, so here's his thing. Uh, there's a medal. It's called the Marine Corps, or it's the Expeditionary Medal they give in the Marine Corps. Expeditionary Medal is a medal for going into like a foreign conflict or going somewhere else. And uh, my buddy Rom, uh, Rom Knight. I'm not familiar. I was an ROTC. Please well, tell me more about that ribbon. Well, um, I know you were an ROTC Ranger, Special Ops RASP, uh, Strict <laughs> I, I remember the athletic ribbon is purple with some stuff. <laughs> I, I still remember some of the ribbons I had. Go ahead. Well, so there's the Marine Corps Expeditionary Medal. And my buddy Rom Knight and me. Thank you for your Veterans Day uh, card. I appreciate it. No problem. And you're welcome. (laughs) Me and him, we rode our bikes all the way to this neighborhood to get into a fight with these other boys who had come over and beat us up at the basketball court. goddamn hooligan. We rode our bikes all the way over there. And we got our asses kicked again because we got over there and those those motherfuckers just then they could fight. So we were like like ten years old or eight years. I think we were eight years old. And we went we rode over there after we got our ass kicked in our neighborhood. We rode over to their neighborhood and we got our ass kicked like another day. So we came. This is when I was living in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. In Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, every every family's a marine pretty much unless you're a Navy corpsman. So we we come to Rom's house and his dad is like looking at us and he's like, "You okay?" And, you know, we're little kid beat up where there's not black eyes and stuff, but there's just marks. You could tell. And so Rom told his dad what happened. He was like, hey, Miguel, I think you should go home right now. Uh, I need to talk to my son. And I was like, okay. And so like a day later, Rom called me up because it was summer. And Rom was like, hey, um, my dad said you can come over to the house and hang out. And I was like, cool. You know, because you worry as a kid, are you going to get blacklisted because we went got fighting? Are we going to look? Yeah. So I got over there, and it was Rom's dad and Rom's brother, who were both Marines, and then Rom's dad's homeboy. And they were all standing there, and they were in uniform because they had been working that day. And they had us come in the living room, and they presented us with Marine Corps Expeditionary Medals for, go- for, going, for going and taking the fight to the enemy. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. And I remember that. They were sitting there, and they were like, for taking the fight to the enemy, boys. And wow. uh, I was dying. And it's funny because my dad actually, like years later... Me and him were killing it in this video game. And I remember we got, it was this tank video game. Not the tank game you played, but like Tank Commander or something. I was like nine years old or so. 
and uh, we beat the tank game. And my father gave me, he presented me with a Marine Corps Expeditionary Medal for my, because me and him were trying to beat that game forever. You ever a game or something you and your dad were Contra. working on? Yeah. So, so we, my dad get pissed as fuck. Oh, my, mine too. Breaking shit. How the fuck you get 30 men? <laughs> you did the trick. I, I told you, God damn it. Up, up, down, down, left, right, B-A-B, select, start. You using cheating moves on me, boy. I had to like. I, I think I stole. I had to use my lawnmower money or something to get the Nintendo Power uh, subscription. Oh, I got a good one. My mom got me Nintendo Power. She was cool as fuck like that. Um, I remember one time my dad getting me out of school, like rolling up and picking me up, and then I'm, you know they call you to the office. You never know what's going. Like I got a fucking doctor's appointment today, or yeah. you know what's going on. My dad was in there and he was in his uniform because we were on a base school, and uh, he picked me up, and I was like, "What's going on today?" And he was like, "What's going on today?" He was like. Phew. Mario 3 came out, buddy. Oh, and I was shit. like, what? He was like, and he didn't play Mario. And I was like, what? And he was like, your mom rented. My mom was cool. She went and rented me the Mario and told my dad to take me out of school. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, are you guys getting a divorce? Which years later they would. But I was like, why <laughs> Why is this happening? And those, you know, when I think about that, you know why that was happening? Because my fucking dad was probably 28 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why that was happening. Well, my dad I had was my whole Mario story. I know I talked about with the, with the Asian kid. Yeah, I talked about that, so I won't go in there. But back to what you were saying with what I want to do to grow up, um, uh, rock star. And I, I, I didn't call it an astronaut. I just wanted to go to space. So I don't, I don't know <laughs> like, if that's a professional. I don't want to do this professionally. You didn't know you, yeah. years before Elon Musk. You were like, no, I just want to go out a little personal space. It, it was that. What's the movie? Um, it's an 80s movie where the kids are in it. It's in, in the. the, um, in the it's a trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Explorers. Like the, center, the, Explorers. the Explorers, yes. And there's that like hot alien that has like lipstick. She wasn't and stuff. hot. Well, okay, yeah. whatever. It was, they had sexual tension <laughs> yeah. in the movie. I'm about to pull up the alien from Which the is very Explorers. pedophilic now that I think about no, it. No, because she know? was a kid. Oh, was remember, she? Remember, she turns out. Oh, hey, 13 year old aliens. Sp- fuck spoiler it. alert the whole theme of the Explorers is. These kids contact these aliens. They go to space. They hang out with them. And then they find out that these aliens have stolen their dad's spaceship and are just cruising around looking for trouble. Yeah, so the next day I was in my front yard with cardboard boxes. I'm going to put hot alien and see if anything comes up when I put explorers. Hot alien. I I, I remember there being like a a flirtatious girl alien. Yeah, she was the girl alien. So, I mean, she um, was not hot. So, uh, space, uh, Space Traveler was on my list. And then it went to Stuntman. Ooh, Stuntman was on everybody's list. Cop. I was like, oh, my God. So what kind of cops would you and I have been, Mike? If we're, oh, crooked this as is, fuck. This is your hot alien. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Show me the poster of the movie. Is the trash can on oh, there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They made the... Uh, yeah. Because I, I, there's a lot of movies that I was really, really young. Very front center of the spaceship. Yep, there the it is. Can. I was trying to make that trash oh, every can one spaceship of us was. as a kid. Every one of us was. In my front yard. It's fucking swear to God. So we got okay. So let me back it up. So we had uh, Rockstar, which I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know what th- playing fucking spoons on top of fucking Folgers coffee cans in my bunk bed. Maybe I was watching some fucking before it was MTV shit. There was a Casey Kasem countdown yeah. and shit. Maybe I was watching some weird shit that mind fucked me. And I was like, yeah, I'll be that guy. Maybe I was watching Def Leppard and something. Maybe I was like putting yeah. my arm in my fucking my shirt or something. Um, but uh, Spaceman next. Uh, stunt man, I did a lot of dumb shit that involved skateboards, rope, and pulling behind a fucking bicycle and trash cans and recycle bins. Because recycle bins, when they oh, first yeah. came out, they were orange and green in Orange County, Florida. And I was like, whoa, what's this? Like, what's this shit? Like, they want us to recycle. I was like, looking at it like, fuck you, I'm not doing your job. Yeah. Like, and I was like, what do they do with it? And I had all these questions. I, I could imagine 
the aggravating questions I get now, that was probably me as a child because I was always trying to absorb information and, and trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, man. I mean, you know what's funny? Uh, garbage men, when you're a little kid. Fascinating. Fascinating, respected. When you get older, you, you think it's a dumb job. It's shamed then, on. Then when you get into like your 20s or something, like you're like, what the fuck didn't I become a goddamn city garbage man? Yeah. You know, when it's so funny, all the jobs that when you're like in a teenager. The Rock changed that, though, because everyone's like, damn, he's he's middle class, upper middle class. And yeah. He's, he's a trash man. Oh, the show Rock? Yeah, yeah that Rock, show was great. Dude. Yeah, yeah, because you got to see that uh, like if you're if you're a garbage man and you're working for the county uh, and the city and shit, you know, you put your time in, you're going to make some money. That should look fun as fuck. I'd, I, I would do that for the day. I, I've been dying to do like a, a show where i go do old jobs or try to show up to my old jobs and try to get a job yeah see how long i can work at mcdonald's or something i never worked at mcdonald's i never worked fast food in my life neither man. did i but i definitely did work in lots of restaurants but not a fast food one that's yeah. what, that was like arrogantly beneath me me too i was like i'll do anything because i think i think when i was a kid when my mom worked at mcdonald's i was so proud and excited and until later on, I felt like I found out, like, oh, that's a shameful thing. Yeah. But then now I'm like, no, it's a job. But 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 back then, I remember being embarrassed and just like how I am. I mean, shit, I'm probably um, my shirt costs eight dollars on Amazon, and and I I buy fucking Walmart clothes all the fucking time. But back then, when I was a kid, I would have to strategically go towards the electronics. Oh da, yeah, da, da, da. I'm at and then Walmart come for into a the TV. Back. I had to come up to the middle. I had to do a little a center sneak football play to go browse through the fucking the the men's section and i would kind of always low-key be keeping low and, and I, i've i've ducked down i'd see like someone from high school like oh shit it's fucking pamela duck because i was like so so poor and and always like made fun of like oh you know look at what he fucking you wear and i always felt like insecure and ashamed about it but then now that I'm older, I'm just like, fuck you. Plus, Walmart's fucking the shit now. They yeah, got licensing it. agreements with everything, like Rolling Stones, Tupac shirts. Like, if you were wearing that shirt back, those type of clothes back then, you could shit on anyone else you know for anything. Should, you know what we should do? What? We should put a bunch of Sausage Castle shirts up in Walmart. Yeah, we should. Just hang them up. See what happens. Yeah, just hang them up. Bunch of SC, SC Get that out of your mouth, Piper. Shirts. I'm pretty sure Piper has Down syndrome. The dog, this this dog, she's cute, but she's she's special. I like, like Jetta. Jetta climbed up here because she didn't want to be alone. All right, so we got uh, my next profession, uh, doctor. I wanted to be Ooh. a foot doctor because I had learned that the human foot the only foot had twenty six bones in the body. I was like, well, I can remember twenty six bones. I was like, okay, I could, I could probably go to college for a couple of years and master the foot and be like Lord of the Foot Doctor. Then I think I rented a book on the library uh, on reflexology, and I think it had like some hot Asian chicks in there, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And reflexology is like the science or the, the, the thought process that each part of your foot has like a n nervous system that connects to, oh, if you want to heal your kidneys, you massage this part, or your, or if you want to help your eyes, you yeah. pinpoint this little part in your foot. And I thought that was fascinating, even though it was, I don't know if it's legit or not, I, I had to fucking call in a fucking doctor, but... Um, it sounded legit to me, and I liked it, and I got fascinated by it. Yeah. I, I literally Googled. I don't think it was Google at the time. I don't even know what it was. It might have been Ask Jeeves. or Ask Jeeves. It was like, wh how much does a podiatrist met? I know I didn't know how to fucking spell it because I still don't know how to spell it now, so I definitely did not spell it back then. So I found that it was like over over $120,000 a year. I was like, that's what I'll do. And then one year I went to fucking this summer camp Christian school in Tennessee, and then I felt that I wanted to be a youth pastor. 
and uh, I went to Christian college for two years, played basketball. It was a good little good little situation I had going on until I got kicked out, and then uh, I started the life of rock and roll debauchery. Sausage Castle, I had worked it. I've had every fucking job you could think of. There's not a realm of work other than fast food, even though... Like, my first tax-paying job was Fat Boys Barbecue. It felt like fast food because, you know, the object was to get the food, food out there out fast. Quick, yeah. You know, so it wasn't like, but it wasn't as, I don't know how kids think of it now, but in my days, it was kind of like, oh, wow, you work there. And I'd always fantasized about having, like, a, a relationship with some subpar, average-looking cutie-patootie that cleans up well if she had like the guidance or know how to do her yeah. hair and makeup. I always, there was this girl at Checkers and she'd hooked me up with uh, large strawberry milkshakes. Oh, she love you. And I showed up in my Honda Civic and she would fucking, hey, Mike, here, don't tell anyone. And then I was like, oh, shit. And I remember like being like, damn, I bet she could clean up. And uh, one time I got invited to this birthday party she had. You ever get invited to someone's birthday party you don't really know that well? Yeah. But then all of a sudden you're like, damn, that's like my best friend and yeah. you're at their birthday party. You're like, I don't know if I'm going to go to pool party. Holy shit. Because being a, 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 back in the day, and I didn't live in shit Florida. Shit ain't changed. I know what you're about to say. A shit pool ain't changed. Boy? Adults and children, yeah. they're like, oh shit. So it's like, they're going to have food at this Super mm-hmm. Bowl party? I would literally drive two hours. I would hitchhike to someone's uh, Super Bowl party. If I knew that there was going to be, like, good food there. Yeah. I'm if like, I knew there you- was going to be girls, good food, or a pool. And you know what would suck? Is if they had both, I was always timid to eat, indulge myself around other girls. So I'd want to go to this, like, pool party or someone's birthday. Yeah. There was a couple of rich friends I had. They had, like, their parties at a skating rink. Yeah, and rented like, out and shit. Yeah, they rented a little VIP room. You're like, oh, shit. Like, and all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, me and Tommy, man, I'm going to his birthday party. And it was kind of like all that that who's who shit never really escaped society completely. Mm-hmm. I feel like high school kind of bleeds into college, and college bleeds into neighborhoods. And, you know, people click up, and they, they, they want to associate with their own type of caliber yeah. of people. And... A lot of that shit stems from those goddamn birthday parties. Yeah. Like, oh, Bobby's Quinceañeras, birthday yeah. parties, cotillions. Like, I remember going to things. I remember going to, like, quinceañeras and cotillions. The Filipinos have cotillions, and it's, like, almost like a quinceañera and stuff. But uh, I remember going there, and it almost... And this is such an exaggeration, so please don't think I believe this. But it was like a goddamn Mafia Goodfellas meeting. Because you go there, you got to shake hands with this crew of guys you know. This guy, There's a guy you absolutely fucking hate. But it's this thing, so you got to be like, hey, what's up, Thomas? How you doing? You know, like, just real oh, yeah. quick. That like fake fucking, hello? Yeah, and then you chop it up with the guys you're really cool with. And then, like, you talk about, you know, you get put down on some shit. Somebody's like, you know, you know, fucking Roger's got that fucking fireweed. And I'm like, where's fuck's Roger? Why don't we talk to him? You know, it, it'd be one of those meetings. What kind of fucking birthday parties you going to? Dude, I'm telling you, man, these fucking, these, when it's when it's like a quinceanera, a cotillion, when it's all like. What is a cotillion? Is a that cotillion? like when a, a 12-year-old alien child fucking reaches fucking her period <laughs> or some shit? 
you may buy her. Uh, no, it was like the a fuck? Filipino. It was like a Filipino quinceanera, man. I've never tell me what is. I, I don't never about heard the this. same thing as a quinceanera, except everybody's Filipino. Uh, the food is fucking dank because everybody's Filipino. Uh, because everybody's Filipino, so many people are in the Navy, like uh, uncles and shit like that. The Filipinos run the Navy. The, mo- the the Filipino mafia runs the goddamn Navy. Like if you don't speak Tagalog and you're trying to join the Navy, good luck having a fucking career, yo. Really? <laughs> yeah, bro. The flipsmen, they, they, that's their thing. And the Filipinos used to have his basketball league. We used to call it the layup league because everybody in there was like five six. Oh, so, shit. And yet they would always draft. It'd be like one fucking black dude who was six three, and they're like, no, this is uh, this is Roger Patanga Patang, and you're like. That's Roger Watkins. I know. No, he's Filipino. Look at his uh, look at his mo- stepmother. You know, it's like just because he's a Filipino stepmother doesn't make him Filipino. They're like, and and Filipino people could be mad racist until it came to like needing a needing like if it was. I knew mad Filipinos that were mad racist. And oh, then so with, I do. I don't know what the. I think they were Chinese, but I, I had a I had a. There was a lot of Chinese people in, in Orlando back yeah. in the day, and um, they definitely weren't feeling my white ass when I, I had this little girlfriend named Diana. And I went to her fucking house one day to, I forget what it was doing. She had to get something and her mom like brought us into the kitchen. And I remember hearing her, her dad yelling in, in, Chinese? in, in Chinese Mandarin or whatever. And then literally, I didn't speak Chinese Mandarin. Yeah. I knew what the fuck they were saying. They're like, get this white boy the fuck out of hey, here. Hey, my homeboy Shane used to work at this Chinese buffet. He was a white dude. He was like the dude who answered the phones and like the one waiter that they had. It was like a 12-table buffet. And uh, I'm about to be real racially insensitive with the Mandarin language because I don't speak it, guys. Oh, hold on. Let me tell you yeah, something for y'all. But he would, we would literally be in the back. And all I would hear is like, Bong Yong Nao, fucking fuck. Fucking Shane, bong dong bong. We'd be like, what? Be like, bong dong. Shane's a faggot. Bong dong bong. And I was like, what? Like all the time. They sound the time. so angry when they get mad. Though. Yeah. It sounds worse than any other language. Like, yeah. When an Asian starts getting Germans pissed, Germans too. Because uh, German Hebrew. always sounds like yelling. Hebrew, Hebrew also, sounds like they're yeah. spitting on you yeah, like a camel. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, calm down, buddy. Calm <laughs> down. A, sounds like when you're at the dentist's office and they're like, this one's going to suck and this one's going <laughs> to. Yeah. It's like, I hate that at the dentist's office because your mouth feels like it was kind of wet, but it also feels drier than it's ever felt before. You ever put your dick into a shop back <laughs> at, at a car wash? <laughs> I have. And I tell you what. Scary as gonna, fuck. We're gonna lose our Mister's pass now. Yeah. Well, that's funny because I was at Mister's yesterday. It says car wash. It's thirty dollars a month, and it's unlimited car wash. And I'd definitely be abusing the shit of that. My car stays clean. Mike literally goes no matter what direction we're going. He's like swing by Mister's. I base all my trips around a Mister's. <laughs> yeah. I tried calling the. Cor- I, I didn't try. I did call the corporate office, and was trying to like buy into the franchise. And they're like, "Yeah, we don't. We we don't do that. It's you, a public." But you private stuck thing. your dick in a uh, in a shop vac at a car wash. No, I've, I've always wanted to pee. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I'm talking about something else. I'm talking about something. Else. Yesterday, I, I I had to pee so bad, and. I'm looking around and I got this fucking giant ass hose sucking vacuum. I'm like, fuck it, why, why, why can't I just get into my car and pee into it? But you know, I guess I just so felt like because you? here's the here's the deal, Miguel. We're, I'm 40 years old. That urine don't got time to wait. It hits me. Oh, I know. And boom, it's like go or are you going to pee on yourself? Yeah, I know. So I've yeah, fumbled pulling a- my dick out before, almost pissing myself nowadays. Oh yeah, and, and my I got a little ass dick, so all it's like a little acorn perched up on a ball sack. <laughs> So I don't get to aim or shake it. I literally like shake my gut, and that's how I fucking dribble my fucking urine. That's it. So when it hits me, it hits me, 
And yesterday, I was very, very tempted, and I've been tempted for years to do this. I actually even take a pill once a day. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Whatever Blondie has me on and my doctor. Um, it's, it's like some flow max shit. I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, it's supposed to make you pee better. Well, because what happens is the last couple of years, I'd be peeing all my stuff like drip, 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 drip. And until the stream gets going, I feel like this is a geriatrics fucking men's health show. I, I'm an ambassador to men's health. I've been trying to get everybody on sleep apnea machines. I don't even care if you got sleep apnea. I'm like, you got it, bro. You, you got it? I'm You're the Oprah of see sleep your neck. apnea machines. I'm like measuring people's necks with a fucking uh, tape measure. I'm like, oh, yeah, you got sleep apnea. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, oh, yes, you do. Here, let me get you set up with my guy. And then uh, I, I feel like I'm changing because a lot of guys are ashamed to talk about some of this stuff. But, yeah, so w- without this medications, I don't know. I probably got prostate cancer or some shit. I'll knock on wood. But, uh, however, when I start peeing, next thing you know, I start pushing and it don't want to come out. It's like drip, drip, drip. It's like the water hose spigot that you ain't turned on forever. Feet. It takes a hot second to get going. And it's like, like spitting out slowly like lava and shit. Like, <laughs> Kind of like you said, you jizz. You don't. You don't inject out jizz like me. Yo, I don't predict. Like here's here's the thing. I actually I got my dick sucked this weekend, and I noticed that Hell like yeah. uh, I I had a good I had a good shooter load, a good one. Like it was, I, and I didn't fit. I should have videoed. I really thought about it afterwards. Like Mike would have been proud. Let of Let me this. tell you something. Videoing yeah. your jizz is not an easy feat. Uh uh-uh, uh man. Uh uh-uh, uh. And this is before they had the fish angle fucking. Fish yeah. Eye or, angle. or before pop sockets, you were getting it done. Oh yeah. Before pop sockets, that shit was a challenge. But I had a good one, man. I had a good one. It went up. It went up a couple inches. Like eight inches up like because mike your jizz goes like fucking 30 feet yeah, like I, your I can jizz, jizz i can you if we could had shoot a jizz, down a fucking spitfighter plane like if fucking there's olympic long jump for jizz yeah. i would fucking get at you least jizz silver. as far as a frog can hop yeah you know but my my i had a good one and then when it, it was a good long one it went up it landed on her tits and then uh and then it followed up with some white lava but like i told mike there's a lot of times where my jizz will only go out like three inches up and then the rest of it just drips down. Really? Yeah, and it's a good load. We'll see. Like, imagine if you had a I bunch paint it of- on him sometimes. <laughs> I gotta just be like, come here. <laughs> like, I don't, see, I don't want to touch my him. shit. I'm like, I'm like weird. I'm like, ugh. I'm, oh, I hate my when my girl tries to kiss me after like she just came. I'm like, whoa, that was your gift. Yeah. You know <laughs> how dare I, you? I go. I'm a straight to the shower guy. Like. Back when I was young in my first, in the beginning of my fucking career, I yeah. would just sit there and marinate it and shit. Only when the <laughs> pussy's real good will I fucking overnight it. Yo, yo, There's the, been times where a bitch is so bad, I'm like, I don't even want to watch I'm this I'm going to tell you the worst part, guys. You skinny fucks don't know about this. When the jizz gets stuck under the belly line over Ugh, there, yeah. and then you go. It's all creamy. It's all creamy. And you got to sniff it. You're <laughs> sniffing it. No, if a guy, yes, no, if, a, you if you go sniff your jizz, no, you're a goddamn you liar. You do not sniff your hey, jizz, Everyone has sniffed it at least once. I don't sniff it. I just say sniff it all the time. <laughs> It's something you just got to do once or twice. You got to check up on it, make under, sure your shit's right. Under belly jizz Checking is the oil. Because you lay there and, and and she comes with a rag. I've never like, tasted it. I know what you're oh, thinking. Oh, I've never tasted my and jizz. I swear on a stack of Bibles, I've never put jizz in my mouth. Yo, name a God and I'll swear to them that I have never jizzed. I, you tasted, tasted your jizz? jizz? No. You're a liar. No, I've never seen <laughs> What about boogers? Jizz sniffer? You fucking know you got it. Yes, I sniff everything. <laughs> Even if I got shit in my hand. One time someone shit. So, so one time, one time someone shit at a party and tied two of my sinks in the kitchen sink, which I don't know how they did it. And then they shit upstairs in the bathroom in South Carolina Seven. And I looked at this brown smear mud look, and I touched it to wipe it up because I'm OCD. But then the moment I touched it, I knew it had to have been shit. And why? Why did I do this? I don't know. But I had to sniff it. And yeah, it was shit. 
You trying to tell me you don't sniff your? You I don't sniff, sniff your jizz? my shit or jizz. Uh, I mean, have I? Maybe I have smelled my jizz, but I don't sniff it. I don't make a thing mean, of it. You, what do you mean you maybe? I don't remember it. ever being like I gotta smell my jizz. Yeah, everyone's no, jizz. no, no. I don't think I've ever. Chris, been like, Steven, I know. Steven's I know probably Steven that smells his jizz. Steven's Steven put it on. No jizz. He's making fucking he's peanut butter jelly sandwiches jizz in baby food jars right yeah. now. Oh yeah, and he's about to make some jizz pate. Yeah, he's he's like, well, let's get on Spectrum and yeah. smear some of this jizz on here. I, um, We're going to yeah. listen to some Marilyn he's Manson like, hey, baby. spread out some jizz sandwiches. Hey, baby, you want to make some jizz and jelly sandwiches? You got little Gerber bottles with jizz all up in These there? These are called super fluffer nutters, you yeah. know? I, uh, but the jizz underneath the So you've the never belly? tasted it? I've never tasted my own jizz, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I actually lost, I lost a fuck buddy because I mushed her face too hard because she had my jizz on her face and she thought it'd be funny to try to get in my face and I pushed her face really hard and she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, and it just spread into an argument and I got real heated and left and then thought I could smooth it over. And I was like, hey, listen. She's like, no, I don't want to fuck with you no more. If, but I was like, my jizz. <laughs> and I was like, you know how gross that is? She's like, you came on my face. And I was like, yeah. But still, <laughs> like, men are definitely one sided when it comes to jizz. Oh yeah, my jizz. I do. I do not want my jizz back. Yeah, you ever? My jizz. You, it, it's just like my children. I gave it to you. you I ever, don't want it. You ever fuck a girl so hot that you're like, you want everyone to see the crime? You're oh like, my God. come on in, guys. Let me see here. <laughs> yes. Just my bloody bed and my jizz everywhere. Hey, hey, Bob, don't step in that jizz. I totally just got him fucking. When I was, when I was, when I was young and insecure, man, because there's a lot of insecurities in play. Because now, man, and we've talked about it before. That's what this podcast is. We're, we're just coping. It's therapy yeah, for us. Because when I was, like, now I'm secure enough to know when it fizzles out, it fizzles out. When it works out, it works out. But I remember, like, I would, I would fuck a girl who was way too hot for me to fuck. And then I would, if I re- I would read back my text messages, and I would be kind of like bringing it up all the time for no reason. Be like, because we're deviants. Because we're deviants. And we're I, like, yeah. Did you like how I fucking kissed yeah. on your face? And, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this girl's texting me back like, what up? Like she's with the dude who's hotter than me right now, kicking it, thinking to herself, you're about to lose all your fuck privileges by being oh, yeah. some creeper. One that's, more text and that pussy's gone. That's why now, man, it, kissing it, it, goodbye. And as as like like as an adult, man, and. and it really, it truthfully goes to secure being secure. Because now I'll fuck a girl who's way too hot for me to fuck, and I'll know that, and I'm happy with it, but there's no insecurity of me like, oh my God, maybe that'll never happen again, or oh, blah, 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 blah. But that insecurity was in me when I was younger, man. No, you know? I, listen, uh, uh, me and uh, m- me and Mr. Wee Man had, yeah. a, had a very long conversation about this, because uh, our girlfriends at the time, I believe they, I mean, I don't know if it was me, but I, I don't know, but... Uh, our girlfriends had caught us having some improper conversations with some ladies on on MySpace or some shit. And here's here's um and I've I've had this conversation with my girlfriend Courtney and other girlfriends because it took it took about like eight years ago for me to come to this self discovery, and um, I've come out with it and and I'm I'm proud of myself because I've I've admitted my problem. Right. And my problem is that I'm I'm a freak. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. Exactly. Exactly. And I've come to the realization that I'm just a freak ass deviate. Yeah, like, man. I get turned on by just knowing that someone desires me. So it could be the most disgusting, you undesirable it, woman ever. And she could literally look like me. But if she's like messaging me, like naughty, like, oh man, I totally fuck you. you and I don't want to fuck her. I don't want to fuck her. I'm repulsed by her. I'm not, I'm, but, but in that the moment, at the moment, I'm like, Oh yeah, you want to fuck me, huh? And I'm like, look, bro, she totally wants to fuck me, you know. 
Like you know, like Brian Idol. Look how hot I look in this. Look how look how look look at this driver's license. Look how hot I am in this driver's look license. At this, look at this. No homo, but you'd fuck me, right? And Brian's an attractive guy, and and I'm not. But for many many years, I felt it was like self medicating. And someone's listening to this right now. Hopefully, uh, you're listening to this with no one else around. Yeah, because you're getting kind of uncomfortable. You're starting to hit home. You're like, oh, pause this and go back to this episode later. Because I found out that I've always, I mean, I, I thought I was handsome, right? I always had a big ass head and, you know, I was much more skinnier, but uh, I never really had a problem with the ladies. It's always like, it's like the things that you figure out younger in life. You figure out how to be cool. And, and me and Miguel, we've definitely have used humor to our advantage. Yeah. Like literally today on Tinder, I'm swiping through. And I saw a girl that's like, I don't care what the fuck, just make me laugh. And there are so many women out there. That's why all you salty ass, hating ass motherfuckers that message. Yo, pussy ass, salty, hating ass. Yo, how much you pay? How much you pay these girls to hang out with you? Do 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 do. Like I, I get that. I get that message. Like yo, how much you to pay these girls? <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know what? I make people feel uncomfortable, and I, I literally fight through the friend zone. And then if I'm in the friend zone, then I stay in there and I'd be happy in there, and then I just have fun and I pass it to the homies yeah. and whatever. Like, I can hang out with people that don't want to have sex with me and be fine. But there is something, like, just mentally fucking charges my fucking, my stimulus in my mind. Like, just stimulates the fucking shit out of me. Knowing that I'm desired, no matter, I mean, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Even if a fucking dude's like, yo, you're so hot. I'd be like, ew. But I'm like, yeah, really? I always tell people. I don't somebody- talk. I don't engage. For the record. Your honor, your honor. I don't engage in the conversation with other dudes and shit. However, that's your, you know, your thing, whatever. I don't care. But I've had some fucking horrific ladies. God bless them. You know. Have you ever had it? Have you ever said had some like- shit to me like that? Yeah. And I was like, I would like want them to say it out loud. Like, yeah. So what do you want to do to me? Yeah. Huh? Have you ever had this? A gay dude who's so like gay dude hot that says no, dude. Like, I totally hook up with you, and you're like, damn, I could do well in the gay world? Like, I, I've literally been like, wow, like, I didn't think I could pull, yeah. good, like, I could pull solid good gay ass. It's just a self-esteem booth to know that people find you attractive. Yeah. And Especially when somebody's good looking. And, like, the thing is- And all us, of our, our hot listeners are like, what? I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, you guys just live that life. Uh, I remember, uh, where were we? We were somewhere with Mitchell, and Mitchell had a homeboy who came in. It was like a good-looking stud gay dude. And we were all out, and the dude was like, we were all sitting there doing, uh, I think we, we were doing shots, and uh, the gay dude was like, he told shots. me straight, he was like, he was like, straight up, Miguel, he was like, he was like, if you, uh, he was like, yeah, he was like, he was like, you're really cute though, bro, you could definitely get it, and I was like. He was just pandering. Pandering like a motherfucker, made my night. You're like made in the my background, because like, everybody just wants, because we're not, like, we're not that generation of dudes that are like, oh my god. A gay dude just said I was attractive. We're the generation of dudes like, yo, you see that fucking stud over there? He wants it. Yeah. <laughs> High five. And 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 I uh, I've told like many of people this and I don't know I don't know why. I'm just sick in the head. It doesn't it doesn't matter like it's it, I don't even have any physical desire to pursue it, but just knowing just makes you feel good. Yeah, knowing like a girl knowing a girl's interested in you really really means a lot. To guys like us, because so it's a horrible excuse to be like talking improper to some scallywags, even though they. Oh, are- the worst part. The worst part about that is then when they're like, "I want to come over right now," and you're like, "Oh, 
Yeah, because then you feel like you're catfishing them. Yeah. And, and, and it's just like with hot girls with us, like, they had to be really hard up that day, and you had to catch them in the right, the wind, the fucking, the windsock at the airport has to be blowing the right <laughs> way for you just to come on in and land, and you better act fast, because that shit is about to fly right out the window. And um, I feel like I've been in, everything is situational when it comes to, like, engagement with other human beings, especially the opposite sex, if you're attracted to that, or the same sex, or whatever the yeah. fuck you're into. Um, it's It's really about, like, where are you at that time when they're there? It's like you were saying you go to Prague or something. Yeah. There are certain women, because no guy or girl, you ever been in some place that was so nice? You're like, God damn, you're getting depressed how nice yeah. it is. You're like, damn, I don't got nothing to fucking hold on to. That's right why at now. weddings Fuck. you're going to get asked because you look great. The vibe is great. Yeah. Everything's going True good. Story. And, all, and now you're just charming, and everybody's like, all right, well, this fat guy's getting it. Yeah. And. There's been times where I've been on little adventures and I was like the odd man out or something or whatever be the case. And it's exciting to know that you're single because then you can try to do whatever. But most of the times it pays off to bring your own pussy. Pays off to bring. You go on a cruise or somewhere where like like the pussy is spoken for and it's accounted for. Like you can't go on no boat or airplane and just expect it just to be like a singles fucking cruise. Here's the thing too. If you go on a cruise single and you don't know if it's like a singles cruise – you need that real ride or die homeboy squad or girl that's with you. You because you guys need to know. Like you can't just be with with hang out with some, my boy Chris Zach when he was single was my ride or die homeboy because he me and him would go off and then we would see each other and we'd be like mingling with some girls and he'd be the one. Yeah, this, this is my homeboy I was telling you about. That is when you hear that and to a, yeah. when you get introduced to a group of good looking girls. And the first thing somebody says is, this is my homeboy I was telling you about. You now kick into gear. Well, I feel and you like know that's what they a were lost telling thing now. Yeah. Since social media wasn't so prevalent back then, you'd have to literally, you know, I don't know, physically meet people. Yeah. I mean, I was like the fucking lord of the AOL chat rooms and, and AIM and shit. I was fucking going in. They'd have like, if, if the popular cities like New York, Chicago, or Dallas, they'd have like one or two, three chat rooms. And they only let like 40 or so people into it. And then you'd have to hurry up and get another one. I would be opening up other browser windows. I was like on Earthlink and something else. I forget what it was at the time. But I was like, fuck, I need to get out, hurry up and get into this other one. And I'd have like different screen names and shit in there. And I, yeah. age, sex, location, pick, baby. And like there was um, I, there was this time that I, have a, I had a list up until I moved here. I wrote down every single girl that I ever had a, a sexual conquest with. And... Um, I had it on this vanilla folder. And I still have it. It's in, my, it's in my room. And I had every every kill on there up until I came here. And uh, there was this one girl, and her screen name on AOL was Kitty. K-I-T-T-Y. And this should be the first person to get yeah, that, no, too. And listen, some of y'all are listening to this right now. You don't and, understand. And you don't understand. That is like having the license plate one. Yeah. Or fucking like... I love tacos or something yeah. on fucking uh, yahoo.com or some shit. Like having the word kitty just that on AOL instant messenger was like, I met this girl and that's what her screen name was. And if y'all can find her and I don't, I, I you ever fuck a girl and you're like, Oh God, I just know she doesn't look good right now. Cause she, <laughs> she was like hot enough to fuck, but you know that father time is not going to be gentle with her. Especially when I feel bad for women. You look at women that get in their and they get in their fucking fifties and shit. It's it's not it's not pretty unless they got a bunch of money and a bunch of shit. And normally their face all looks all fucked up and aggravating because they got all this goddamn plastic surgery. 
Yeah, you know, you know how I be saying when people's faces aggravate me. There's a, like we saw a photo of a girl right before we started doing this. I was like, great body, but fucking face is aggravating the fucking shit. Out of me. <laughs> God, that a, and that's when, but th- there's a, there there is definitely like, let me ask you this. Yes. Is there a is how many girls that you think that you fucked that you would lie through your fucking teeth if someone asked you if you fucked her? Oh, most most of the beginning. <laughs> the beginning? Because the beginning, I was already fucking girls that was like, whatever, they're down to fuck. So, like, I don't think they blossomed, you know? I can tell you, up until, like, here, because I haven't fucked anything ugly here, I think. You know, I've caught some head a little yeah. bit that come with blackout heads, and I'm like, I'm not too proud of. But fucking, I am, I, if you were to bring in every single girl that I ever had sex with, Danny DeVito. At the time I had sex with them, because I can't vouch for them now. Yeah. I don't know what they've been doing. Some of them might look way hotter. But I'm willing to bet Father Time wasn't so gentle with them. Yeah. Okay? I'm based, I just know how ugly I look now, so I can only imagine what time did have some you had, of these girls. Have you ever had to scroll through Facebook and find a picture of the time you fucked them so that they don't, not a I recent wish, one? I wish I had taken a Polaroid photo <laughs> of every girl I ever had sex with and wrote their name. And, and like a serial killer <laughs> yeah you know like a serial killer you know so that i a could, lock of their hair their name and coordinates a, so i could go back and jack off where they're buried yeah you know shout so, out to robert it was uh it was it was a fucking you know i'm a sentimental fucking homo when it comes to like memories yeah. so i would like write down on this vanilla folder like kitty the girl that came over to my house i fucked her n- never got her real name like yeah beautiful though yeah and there there's sometimes i look at a girl now and they look at me and i'm like damn she looks familiar and i don't even i can't even remember if we fucked or not and it, and, and i know it's it's cool to guys but it's honestly it's not really that cool no and i'm, I'm, I'm telling on myself i'm not trying to be mr cool cool but when you start having so many sexual partners you can't really quite remember what what y'all did and it's like it's kind of like loses the the excitement of it, because anything too much of anything is not good. And <laughs> Chris goes, "Oh, that sucks." No, I'll tell I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you this right now. A part of me, a very a very very fucking very small part of me, wish I'd never ever had like a threesome because that just shit ruined it. And I'm like a crackhead fiend. I get cranky if I don't have a threesome and like within two weeks, my attitude starts changing yeah. real fast. I get no. short tempered. I get I get frustrated. I start, I feel like I'm fighting a way of life. Like I didn't I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I, I need a threesome. I and served then, my goddamn country. I want my threesome. I was in ROTC Rangers. You okay? heard? Yeah, you damn damn right, bitch. Put some respect on it. You see this athletic ribbon on this <laughs> on this fucking on my fucking class A's, baby. Come on, baby. Hey. We gotta go commercial what? break. Hold on. We gotta go to what? commercial break. We got oh, to. Man. We're over. I just, I just, I, I was, I'll end with this. There was about five girls that I would definitely lie through my fucking teeth if you asked me if I had sex with them. And I'd be like, no. Even if they said, yeah, I did, I would say, no, you didn't. There was only five of them up until like five years ago. And then the rest of them, I, I'm, I'm proud of. If you were to take the girls I've had sex with and all put them in a room, which I thought about a lot of times, it's gonna be a big room, but. I wish that we could all talk about it and, yeah. and, and be like, I wish I had like a class photo 
a, a yearbook photo of every girl fully naked at the time I had sex with them. But good angles, because some of those, you know, you know, the good, the good parts. They, they, I never fucked a girl that didn't have. Oh, all right, let's say this, I'll, and we'll go to we'll go yeah. to our break. I never fucked a girl with a butterface and a horrible body. Yeah, yeah, if she yeah. She had a yeah. horrible body. She had a, a beautiful, beautiful face. face. The the worse the body was, the hotter the face yeah. was. And the hotter the face, and you know, I'm proud. If I lined up my, if I lined up my row, like I said, the rookie years, they're definitely welcome to Pussy shit. Row Records. But uh, yeah, yeah, line them up. If I was showing you my catalog from like the late '90s, up I'll until trade now, you my Pokemon card for. Yeah. It. Hey guys, we gotta go. Oh, to right, 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 right. We got to. We got to. No, finish what you're gonna say. I was oh. just gonna say, man. If, if 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 you lined it up to the latter years, I'm definitely proud of the the, the last like eight years. But uh, you Sometimes know, about how you rookie finish. years when I was playing in the fucking uh, the dirt leagues and shit. You know. Uh, but hey, we're going to commercial. We'll be so back. If, more if you had sex with Miguel Colon Jr. out there, and yeah. you don't feel like you were at the at the at the top. Uh, of the tier, <laughs> come forward to uh, call our hotline one eight hundred tips. Oh, that also reminds me. Before we go to break, we want to tell all the followers that listen to this show and the listeners that we are going to start taking uh, ask anything questions. Yeah, hopefully it's uh, podcast related or something we touched on or something we didn't elaborate. Maybe I was drunk and went yeah, on a just chance. ask us anything though. You send us a video, right? Send us a high quality video. Do it maybe to my Instagram so I can save it. Send it as a message. Turn your phone sideways and say the following things. Hey, I'm Bob Smith. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. And my question is... Or don't uh, say the following things. Say your things. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> you don't have to put in... It's like the, you don't have to say your name you're, when I say stay your name. You're going to get a bunch of people being yeah. like, I'm Bob Smith from Kentucky. Why did I say that, Mike? So I want to know your name. I want to know where you're from. Where you're from, and what I know you do. What, what you do. Remember, hold your phone sideways and send it to Mike's IG. No, actually, you could send it to our, our Facebook page. It'd probably be easier, right? Uh, the Instagram it lets me Instagram? save it. Okay, so high save. quality. You know, fucking, we're gonna play it right here on the monitor of the show. So, if your name is Bob Brown and you live in fucking Louisville, Kentucky, and you're a plumber, because we want to know what your occupation is either. Okay, we want to we want to know that, and then just ask us any question you want. And if it's a good question, and if it's not fucking retarded, we're gonna play it on the podcast. Which you know, if you're a member, you can watch it, and you're gonna see yourself on the podcast. And hopefully, it's high quality. Turn your phone sideways. We don't want no long fucking up and down shit. Turn it sideways. Your name, where you're from, what your occupation is. And your question. And your question. And we're going to play it on the podcast, and we're going to answer it. Perfect. If it's good, send it. Perfect. We'll see you uh, shortly. After the break. i got to take a piss. We'll be right back. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. 
You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeezy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeezy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy members' weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members' weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yes, I gotta get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, because they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's gonna show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, Athletes, models, and porn stars have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp 
but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Oh, yeah. And we're back. What, what do we play during the break? What, go, what goes on? It's the commercial for the members, right? Is it? I wonder how many people just fast forward to this shit. Me. I would. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know all right. who won't, though? Matthew Dyer from Jacksonville, Florida. Appreciate it. Jose Anate from uh, Loganville, Georgia. Douglas Trussell from Walkerville, Minnesota, or Michigan. They do Michigan, a lot of Michigan. There. Yeah. David Baker from Sefner, Florida. William Wolf from Sarasota, Florida. Brad oh. Baymar from Mount Sterling, Illinois. Hell yeah. Ryan Key from Cypress, Texas. Love. Emilio Smistis from Oslo, Norway. Whoa. Uh, hey, okay. Vincent Canales from Valsperio, Indiana. Aaron Also from Claremont. Casey Racer from Lakeland. Mike Freck from South Amboy, New Jersey. Hunter Donahue from Fleming Island, Florida. Ryan Moore from Norma Park, Georgia. Uh, AJ Hill from Oceanside, New New York. Josh uh, Figueroa from Fern Park, Florida. Chris Shepard from Pompano Beach, Florida. And Michael Zunick from Kennesaw, Georgia. Those people like to party. And they know a good thing when they see it. And that's becoming a member of MikeBC.com. Because when you're a member of MikeBC.com, you join. If you join right now, because I know a lot of you maybe on the fence or maybe you can't afford it. You know, go, go pawn one of your kids' toys, you know, they don't play with, you know, go steal something. You can always steal shit from your kids. You steal yeah. their video games. Because you could tell them it's a lesson. Yeah, it's like... You, could, you just come in, the, come in the room and be like, who the fuck broke the lamp in the living room? We'll make you... A, we'll send you a shirt that says, 
My daddy no love me because he want to listen to the podcast and come to party. And so I lost my PlayStation. What do you think is something that you know is considered child abuse nowadays that you would totally do if you were a parent? I mean, beating the shit out of my kids, step one. I would spare the rod, spoil the child. I hear all these things about parents getting arrested for fucking, like, touching their kids. Listen, I'll say... I'll, <laughs> Clarify that. Okay. Clarify and, that. Uh, uh, out of uh, punishment, you know, punishment. Listen. Clarify that. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, Hitting them. Hit, physically striking yeah. them with love. I'm going to punish the shit out of you with my thumb, you know? <laughs> I, I think, like, there's something to it. I mean, yeah. Do you want to go crazy and make your kid go retarded? No. Do you fucking make beat the shit out of him until he's bleeding out of his brain? No. Do you kill the kid? No. Do you make him feel that you could kill him? And you, There's something about that fear of God that when a child has that from their parents, I guarantee you that kid's 95% less likely to go to prison or have a fucking un- unwanted pregnancy. Nothing scares the shit out of you. Uh, than having a fucking abusive fucking alcoholic father. <laughs> yes, because as the record showed, children of abuse grow up to be so good. <laughs> hey, look at me, kids. I'm, I got corn, man. I, I'm fucking... Well, we're doing... Look at these sequence curtains. You think those sequence curtains come from fucking uh, making me write sentences? Come on, player. Oh, you've lost your PlayStation privileges. Did you fart? Someone fart? God damn. I think it's your dog. Shut up, girl. You fart, girl. You shit your pants, girl. She's dying from the inside. That was, that was a gross one. Jetta. Whew. If Man, that's, that's what Jetta's inside smell like, then she's I got, can't even drink no she's more. She's got hours left to live. Hey, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> that is just, that is horrible, Jetta. Jetta, girl, you got the gas. That sounds like a girl. battlefield two days afterwards. <laughs> it, like, it smells pretty, it smells pretty Yeah, weird. man. Y'all smell that? It is so fucking hot, I can see her fart floating in the air still. <laughs> the moment we get ready to record, we turn off these two little portable ACs we have here, and it's game. The moment it turns off, like, idles down, like, mm, I can feel my nostrils. Like the hair, he always like has sweat burning. running down his ass. Crack I'm sweat. I'm sweating my balls off right now. I'm. I am fucking. We are doing whatever it takes to make sure, even though we work all fucking day, and I'll do the same thing. I mean, we're not bitching, but we want to be consistent with this, and we know we've missed a few weeks, and and we we do appreciate, even though if you were just like bullshitting, it's like ah, where, where's the fucking show? That does make us feel at least make yeah. me feel good because it makes me think that y'all actually care. Yeah, it's so, nice to know you care. It's nice to know that you're loved. But sometimes we got to take a goddamn week off because we're just so busy. And sometimes you got to beat the show of your kids. Yeah, you know, if you really love your kids, you got to beat the show. You got to bring the belt out, do the whole like pop it, pop it, pop it, like where you sandwich it. Yeah, it makes the little mouth like blah 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 blah. <laughs> and if you don't make, <laughs> they that should sound, make that mouth talk. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Here comes Mr. Belt, Mr. Here he comes. Belty, and his best friend Buckle. Yep. <laughs> you know? Oh man, that that is uh. I, what I did mean, you get hit with the most? The belt. I got hit with the chancleta, the sandal, man. What My the mom. fuck? What kind of Puerto Rican shit is that? What is chancleta, it? The, man, the ch- chancleta? The sandal, yeah, the chancleta. Did they pull it out of the fucking shoebox with hay no, man, on she the put, fucking she took it front off her porch? Foot. She took it off her foot and would beat beat the fuck out of you with it. Mm, and right. every 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 Latino kid's been beat the shit out of with the sandal, man. And the thing about it is you forget it comes in a pair. So sometimes, like, you're, she's, she's whooping you fucking, you block. And you don't realize that's what she was waiting for because she had the other one ready for the uppercut, man. Some about white people, I'll tell you, is that uh, if your dad was a frugal guy who was a belt guy, there would be a day that would come years and later in, in your life that you get really excited about. It's a, it's a, it's a very sombering 
uh, emotional moment, but is that that is the moment that your dad's belt deteriorates <laughs> and he can no longer whip your ass. Because you know that he's wasn't this another belt for a day or two. Oh yeah, you're like, oh, we're good. That and you start seeing old Brown fucking start wearing down, and you were you were like, oh fuck you, mother. You were like quoting fucking diehard shit, like see you in hell, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck your belt. You looking at his belt, seeing how shitty it is. You're like, I'm gonna be bad as fuck today. Oh, they're fucking sawing it down with a rock and shit. Like I'm in Shawshank Redemption, trying to slowly cut a hole in the and wall, like Father's tearing Day, away. Your mother gets him a new belt, and you're terrified. Oh yeah. You're like oh no, yep. she's replaced Hazel. You ever do something fucked up? You fucked up on something, and you know that you're going to get an ass whipping, but somehow they haven't noticed it, and they yeah. just like keep going. You're like, huh, who, who, how did this break? Hey, honey, this fucking, this damn thing over here, this TV broke. Huh? And you're like, why aren't they immediately blaming me for this? This is obviously my work. Yeah. Like, this TV broke. I don't know. And look at all these Cheetos laying next to it. Yep. And some baseball cards. What do you think? Imagine a if burglar like, did it. I think kids are so smart now. They'd be watching all these fucking shows on their iPad and shit, like murder mysteries. They could be like setting each other up. Like, I'll sprinkle some Cheetos at the scene of the crime. They'll know it's Bobby. Like what they'll do? Imagine this: you'll sprinkle some Cheetos next to it, and then while like your kid brother's asleep, you'll put his hand in the Cheetos yep. so he has Cheeto dust so on you it. Be setting mother- not. Wouldn't you get smart if you were smart back then? You could be getting away with murder. Yeah. I blamed the dog one time. Oh, man, I hate this. I blamed the dog. Oh, I, was, I was playing with the ball in the house, bouncing it off the wall. Remember just... Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, of course. And it just broke this fucking like, glass duck that my mom had. It just shattered it. And our dog, Sparky, he used to run Old into Sparky rooms. Old Sparky got his ass kicked? Yeah, because he used to oh, run in rooms man. and slide and slide into corners because you know, he'd be all excited. And so uh, everybody knew he would slide and hit that duck all the time, but he never <laughs> broke it. So one day I came in, I was like, Mom, Sparky broke the duck. And my mom wasn't having it that day. And this was 80s style. She grabbed the dog by the neck, oh. beat the shit out of it, and put it outside. And I was just like, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. You're like... Damn, Sparky, you didn't have to do all that. I was such a shitty dog owner as a kid. Uh, that Most our, Puerto Ricans are. It's cool. Uh, our, dog, uh, our dog ran away. Ran away. Turned out my mom gave it away. And it was like two days before I even noticed. I was like, where the fuck's the dog? However, uh, in Dallas, Texas, Fort Worth, um, actually North Richland Hills to be precise, I remember, I don't know if I told this story, but it was one of my first like lessons in life. Uh, my dog, Sasha... Uh, got ran over. I believe my dad found this dog on on a, like a, a construction site, and it's kind of hang out and it jumped up in my dad's truck and he brought it home. And that dog was my life as a, as a very very wee child. And um, I remember some of the neighborhood kids had stole Sasha's bowl from the because we, we lived in a trailer and had those little like generic ass little metal steps. And I remember that the bowl. This is in the 80s. Like, dogs really didn't live inside. Like, no, dogs in the were 80s, pets. They were animals. Yeah, they were like, you know, if you, only the rich-ass people, like, the people who owned, like, Beethoven and shit had them yeah. in, in the house. Yeah, I remember, wa- honest to God, I remember watching movies where dogs would be in the house, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck's going on over here? It's like here? smoking a cigarette in yeah. the house. Like, whoa, you, you rich-ass motherfuckers got yeah. a dog in the house? So, back in my days, old Sasha was running the streets and doing whatever, you know. But her bowl was right there at the front porch of the yeah. steps of the trailer. And uh, I remember one day some little punk kids, they were a little older than me, and they took it and they were like throwing it around. I'm like, Mom, they took Sasha's bowl. And I, I could tell something wasn't right. And she kind of looked at me 
and she did the exhale like and and I was so young I don't remember exactly how she told yeah. me I was probably traumatized she's like well I remember her being all like sympathetic yeah and then her just flat out telling me that my uncle Tommy had ran over Sasha and killed the dog and then it didn't need those bowls no more and I was oh like, shit just I was like it was that first taste of death you're just like what heaven what's that and you just don't know and it fucks with you when you're young you don't really know how to like handle that shit you know and i was i was still trying to figure out why i was getting my dick hard and and i was brutally you know fucking doing sadistic shit i was digging holes like because he's your brother or two fucking reenactments and shit i like back in the day the toys were like legit like if you had an army helmet that shit was like a real helmet. They sold that shit like in the in the fucking. There was no Amazon back then. It was like you might have got a hand me down from fucking Uncle Bob's fucking Vietnam closet and shit. And you were like, I don't even know the shit that I got handed. My dad like made. I seen these photos. I've never talked about this ever out loud ever. But it was like this rocking chair airplane. And I guess as a child, I was so stoked. But now that I looked at the photos, I'm like. He made that shit. That's a fucking rocking chair airplane that he made. And I'm, I've never talked about this rocking chair airplane ever. You ever have something back in your head that you thought about and you know, but you've never gone there? Yeah. That's that's what I just had that moment just there. It's what? weird too, man, when when you think about that because you're like... Tell me, tell me what's on your mind, Miguel. Tell me something you've never, ever, ever acknowledged ever out loud. Tell me something right now that you remember as a child. Okay, I remember, uh, and this was like... Trivia. You've never said this out loud. No. Give me give me an exclusive childhood memory that we don't even know why you're thinking about this, but you just randomly want to tell us right now. I remember uh, my mom told me, and I was like 10 years old, man. And I still remember I had this bed that was like a twin bed, and underneath it, it had drawers. Like, that was how it, I remember that bed. And I remember my mom came in the room. And she just sat for no reason. Like she, and I know this is because my mom and my dad at this point were getting ready to get divorced and they were beefing and I was kind of noticing it, but I didn't know, you know? Uh, and if you're a military family, that the divorce shit drags on forever because your dad just gets deployed and they just put it on hold for another few months and stuff, you know? <laughs> That's the thing. The deployment happens and it's either they break up during the deployment or they're like, fuck it. We'll try to make it work when I get back from Lebanon. You know, you know I'll, I'll be in a better mood, I'm sure. You know? So fucking, but my mom sat down my mom sat with me, and I'm just in my room chilling, playing with something. And she's like, uh, out of the blue, just tells me, she's like, um, I think your father had a kid in Okinawa when he was young. You've never talked about this? Uh-uh. And I just, like, stopped everything I was doing. And uh, she even gave me, she even said the name of the woman. And I was just like, what? And then she's like, it's just, she's like, it's something I've always thought. And then she just kind of left me. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why did I get this information? And I think she was just at a point where there's just a lot of shit going on. Because you remember, think about this. My mom was probably 28 at that time. 28-year-old chick with, with yeah. two kids, you know, like, and, and a husband who's always deployed all the time. No one to probably talk to. And just at that moment, just, you know. And I remember she told me that. She was like, I think your father might have had a kid when he was in Okinawa when he was younger. And to me, I was just like, What? And I've never even like talked to my mom about that moment, but it's just it was so mind blowing. And so that's do you, like it. Do you have another brother or sister you don't no, know never, about? And I've never talked about it again. Yeah, yeah, never talked about it again. So there's some Asian Miguel 
brother or sister floating and around And they have somewhere. to be way older than me because my dad was in Okinawa like 72 or 73. Let's hope you didn't fuck her or him or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I worry about that because I don't know who my real father is. I think I might, and we're about to go on a little, little zenful spiritual journey. If you found out you had a half-sister... And she was smoking hot, and you didn't know anything about your dad. Would you fuck her? Mom? Well, if she looked like me, she definitely no, not no, be no. Smoking she's hot. smoking hot. She's your half sister. You find out she's your half sister, and she's fucking smoking ass Instagram model hot. And she's like, I don't care. Ugh. We didn't grow up together. Uh, you don't know our father. I just always want to fuck Mike Busey and Ugh. Courtney. Well, now now the changes. Now it's a threesome with you, Courtney, and your hot ass sister you've never met so, before. So from where a is, dad you've never fucking known. So where is it like on a cruise ship? Where is incest in Prague? Is is incest <laughs> half less damaging if it's only like fifty percent your DNA? Or sure, something? Mike. I mean, we're not we're we're not judgy Judy's over here. You know, here's the deal. She is smoking ass blonde. Oh, 36 C tits, ah. five foot four, banging ass, zero tattoos, fucking uh, bronze blonde model skin. Oh. Yeah, pussy just looks like it opened once just to peek at the wall. Oh. Uh, and now you're just fucking with my emotions. Yeah, and their thing is, she's like, my favorite thing to do is double dongers. Oh. I just want to suck your dick with your girlfriend. Oh, man. And then she's like, and also... Does she know that we're related? Yeah, she knows. Oh, that's... You sick bitch. She knows you're related. Dirty girl. And she's like, Mike, I don't care, because truthfully, you've never been a part of my life as a brother, and our father's never been a part of your life as a father. So let's double dong you right now, and I want to just sit on your shit and ride the fuck out of it. And then I afterwards, thought I should be stroking my dick right now. You tell me this yeah, story. Yeah, and she's well, like, it's so hot in here. I'd catch a boner. She's like, and you know that I'm a certified diesel mechanic. So oh shit, let me get to work on that bus generator. Damn, baby, and uh, finish editing some of these videos. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. but no, man. She, she no, but real deal. She is smoking hot blonde, thirty six fucking C tits, banging ass, fucking. Where, where do you think incest is prevalent at? Someone told me Aruba was like a big thing. I mean, I don't know where it's prevalent at, but I, I, no, there's someone can someone Google that shit or something. Like, yeah, you, you know, is that where you're taking her to make it cool? <laughs> no, I was just thinking like, like there's definitely got to be some some civilizations that are like arrogant or closed minded. I mean, Ireland. Like, they're like, fucking, oh, I'm not I mean, England fuck, and Ireland. I mean, I'm not fuck my sister. There's 60 people. I don't think family. sisters, but cousin fucking. Isn't that what like kings up. and queens and monarchies they did? They were fucking each other to keep it with their family. Keep that bloodline, man. That's why they call it blue bloods, royals, because fucking uh, blood deficiencies and shit. Well, definitely ain't blue balls. They're mm-hmm. fucking fucking. They, 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 they're getting it out of their system. But let's get back to it. Your nah, hot I, ass I, sister. If I knew, nah, I can't. I mean, even I might, though it's even, though I might jack off across the room and stare at her, but I can't. But remember, it, oh, it's like your half sister. Also, remember, because yeah. it's your dad you never knew his kid with his wife. So it's not like with your mom. Am I drunk or sober? I mean, you're drunk, Mike. It's your fucking. Hey, this actually reminds me of something. <laughs> oh, let's go. My, here. my boy Chris Cates. I'm pretty sure he fucked his cousin, <laughs> and we talked about it for a lot as a child. I had to bring in art to, to confirm some of these stories, but I remember his cousin was hot. And he had, like, told me they had, like, fucked or something. And for some weird reason, we were, like, okay with it. But we were, like, because she was hot. But if she was ugly and you fucked her, like, what are you thinking? Oh, that'd be gross. Yeah. So, no, half-sister. Nah. 
Not if I knew. It, but it's weird, though, because, like, I have a half-sister. I, I wouldn't fuck her. But it's like, <laughs> if I was on a... If I was on a, like a deserted island, it was like, <laughs> we were like the last people on Earth or some oh, shit. You would fuck your sister no, not, because not you had nothing else to do. No, no, not the one I know. Like if I had another sister floating around, like and we didn't have no relationship, I'm like, all right, whatever. We gotta keep humanity going. You know what I'm saying? We gotta, we gotta fucking. You I don't, don't want to have a baby when you're trapped on a deserted island. Hey, you gotta, you gotta fucking keep the, uh, keep, keep the fucking humanity fucking existing. Exist, it's existing all outside this island. There was a you're show on Netflix. It was like the last man on earth or some shit. And I started watching it during COVID. It was a Fox show originally. It was a good show. Yeah. yeah, and I was getting aggravated. I was like, oh, come on, guy. And he was like just a total douche. And apparently he was like the last man on earth. But then he kind of find out it was other people, other yeah. guys. And he was like trying to be like way over the top. And it was so aggravated. Whoever wrote it was fucking horrible. It was horrible writing. I was not feeling it. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, we, I think we what, both- How about a cousin? All right. Now, see, that's a little more loose now. <laughs> No, I got I got some hot ass cousins, but I was like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, like the it's. I think that like when you go through that puberty stage, you're all like getting hot and horny over yeah. anything. You like the wind blows a certain way, and you're jerking your dick in the bathtub with the door closed. When I was younger, I'd get I would be jacking off at work and shit. I'd be so goddamn hopped up and horny. I don't know how the fuck I don't have like children all over the planet. I was just so I was so scared to not go to jail. And have an unwanted pregnancy because I could barely feed myself. How the fuck was I gonna like have a child? Now your dream is a mother daughter. Uh- oh yeah, double donger from um. I would totally, uh, I would totally fuck my my girlfriend's mom, but for the story, <laughs> but. Courtney would have to be in the I'm going to say this, though, man. Courtney's mom's got on pictures. There's pictures where I'm like, yeah, I've met her in real life, but there's pictures where I'm like, nah, man, I, 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 I'd fuck Courtney. You know she's in jail right now, right? Is in, she? In Georgia. Is she, man? That's yeah, why we haven't heard sucks. any new Little Miss Firecracker joints. Yeah, she's in jail right now. But you know when she gets out of jail, she's going to be horned up, bro. Yeah. How would you convince Courtney for this one? I, listen, I, I... You'd have to buy her like a horse or something. <laughs> hey, Courtney, see this pony out here? It's yours. I ain't going to lie. I'm a sick fuck, and I I definitely on my bucket list because I've definitely checked out of a lot. I checked off shit on my bucket list that before I acknowledged that I actually wanted to do it, I actually wanted up getting it done. But get, having a mother-daughter fantasy would be hot. And I'm just sick. I'm just sick. I don't. I, what do I don't, you want the mom and daughter to do, though? Like, want, together? Want, you want them to go down on each no, other? No, no, I don't need that. I just want I just want to, like, I want I Bro, want if you're going to gonna walk through the door, walk in the room. All right. No, because be I know on my birthday uh, back at the old house, old, old castle, uh, I was partying with two sisters and 100% related, same father, same mother, same last name, looked like each other. I saw them, like, dyke out. And, yeah, was I still okay with it? Yeah, but was I also partly, like, kind of like, wow, if I was sober, I'd probably be a little uncomfortable right now. But I was drunk as fuck. I was like, yeah, whatever, it's girls are girls, you know. But then when I realized that they really were related, and I had seen some other. I've had a couple situations where two sisters were getting down. We, we saw the Asian twins. Yeah, they were. They fuck each other. Yeah, and it's like it's like one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, this is incest, but they ain't my business. So whatever, it's I'm still like, girls. You know what, Lord? If you want to step in, step in. But other than that, I think uh, I think the devil's making the right call here right now. You ever like make a prayer to God when you're younger and say? All right, God, if you don't want this to happen, give me a sign. Like, yeah. Oh, guess no sign. I guess we're good to go. Have you ever made those fucked up prayers where you're like, God probably won't even answer this. You're like, God, 
I need this double donger. Oh. I know. When I was younger, right now, I was, there's some little kid praying that he doesn't get leukemia, but it, odds are you're not going to help him with that. That's not how you roll. No, listen. But this double donger, I think you can make happen. Bro, I had this shit ass brown orange carpet when I was like 13 years old, and I remember being down on my knees, like in the Allah position, like Muslim yeah. praying to the West shit type of stuff. Down on my knees, sincerely begging God, like, dear God. Please let me have sex tonight. And like I wholeheartedly was like okay with that and thinking that like this is something that God wanted. And I was like, please, God, I just need this sex. Please. Please, Lord. And I was like hoping that it would actually happen. And stuff. Like he was gonna be like, My son, it is my honor to get you this double donger. In the background, someone was like, Jesus, I'm in a car. Please, I'm working with Michael now. Yeah. We'll get to your fucking car accident in a little bit. <laughs> I fucking have you ever been so hungover when you're like throwing up and you're just holding on to the toilet and you're like, I don't care if Jesus or the devil answers this, but somebody kill me. Somebody let me die right now. <laughs> There's been plenty of times where I was in a, like a hot. Anytime I got arrested, I was like, God, just get me out of this one. I swear I'll go to church every day. I'll turn my life around because I don't know about you, but anytime someone gets arrested, if you have any type of relationship on the outside, like a girl, even if you're just fucking some girl, like a, a fuck buddy, you'd be like, all right, man, you get me out of here, baby. I'm, we're going we're gonna to get married. We're going to have a kid. We're going to have, have a family. God, and I will build any church or burn any church you ask me to. <laughs> yeah. When, when you go to, when, it's easy to find Jesus when you, when you begging to find him in, yeah. in jail. Like you'd be like having all kinds of heart. And when you locked up and all you, all you are is with your thoughts. Man, you start going straight real fast. You know what? Like, you know oh, the, you know when Jesus shows up the quickest when your car hydroplanes. <laughs> like yeah. the minute you're, you're like, okay, God, 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 come on. It's now, like, the, on it's like the saying they say there's there's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. Yeah, it's like when you have, I've I've seen people that 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 despise the thought of God. Like say some shit like, "Oh man, dear God, please." Me and my buddy Devin get we, this out, get this away from me. I don't want this in my life. We were running out of gas in Ohio. We were on a we were on tour, and we were driving all through the Midwest. And we we're heading to Boston now, and we were running out of gas in Ohio on top of some hills. And uh, the gas stations, every gas station was closed for like 13 miles. And the car was telling us we had 10 miles till empty. And Devin is a straight up atheist. Like, he'll talk to you really fucking educated about why, you know, he's atheist and everything like that. Uh, and we were driving and the car was like, you could see like the gaslight just blinking. And I looked over at Devin and he was like, please God, please God. Please God, please God. And I go, are you fucking praying? And he was like, oh, uh -huh. oh. He was like, now you got a problem with me doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, you just, you just, uh. The hard part is, too, this is gonna sound horrible, and, 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 and super Christian people are gonna get so mad at me, but it's like when you're in a pinch, I kind of think you should holler at the devil, because he, like, always comes through with the deal on face value. You know, like, he's on the back end, you're about to get fucked, but if you're like, please, God, I need a threesome right now, God's like, I'm sorry, my son, I may not come when you call, but I'm always on time. You're like, Satan, I need a threesome. He's like, baby, I was about to get one, too. You want to ride with me? Or, or are you going to take like, your car? I feel like God's like the fat girl. You only call her when you really, really need her. Yeah. Cause and we're like, always ungrateful. We're like, all right, I'll call Becky a fuck. Oh, Becky. Hey, come on, Becky. Please come over. Yeah. You know? You're like, please, God. And he's like, oh, you need it now. You need it now, huh? Now. Could come hang out on Sunday when I was trying to have you come over to the house and, and sing boring-ass songs. I think God just needs better PR. 
Like, like the public relations of God. God hasn't had a revamped in PR forever. Like, the symbol of the Christian God is a dude getting fucking straight murdered. Fucking, <laughs> like, that's, they want you as a kid to feel cool about coming to church. And what's the symbol? It's this dude getting murdered with a crown of thorns slammed up against his head, sometimes being speared in the side. And they're like, we want to put this in your bedroom. And, you know, when you're, when you're scared, you can, you can look to this guy, uh, this Italian looking dude who doesn't look like anyone from the region he's supposed to be in sometimes he's blonde and you ever uh, see something that's like, in the side you ever see a, like a religious um like item when you're younger and you know it's like held with reverence but it's really like made in china like there was yeah. this, there was this um like postcard thing that was floating around my house and it was one of those reflector things that you turn and it had like it was like a hologram look thing and i remember seeing this hologram of jesus and I, I'd always like, oh man, you gotta be careful of that thing. That's that's yeah, Jesus, that's, holo- yeah, Jesus, Jesus hologram. hologram. You gotta be careful of that thing. And you know, y- y- you always like kind of. I, I don't know about you, but me, I always was always felt guilty if I had like ever. It's like jacking off on Christmas. Yeah, exactly. That's a great story. Talk about that. The Christmas jack offs. You're like <sighs> scumbag. I know this is your day. But I am horny as fuck, and I'm about to spend the rest of the day with my family, and I got cousins coming over. So cousins, I need to, you say cousins? I need to fire this one off. I got some hot ass cousins coming over or bang one out real quick before they get over here. Have you? Oh, remember this one when you were younger <laughs> and you were like hanging out and you were like spending time and it'd be like your uncle's hot ass girlfriend and you're just staring at her like I'm Hell going yeah. to jack off to you tonight. <laughs> all my all my fucked up family always had like new boyfriends and girlfriends fucking coming in going. So yeah, there was always occasional like oh damn that's that's is that my new aunt? Yeah. Okay. Why do I have, why do I have this boner right now? What do you think, Dick? We doing this or not? Dick's like, hell yeah, we are. Put a little spit on. Drink a Coke so your spit gets thick. Then go slip away to the bath. And here's the thing. Like, when you had to do those bathroom jacks, you had to be like, okay. First of all, I'm not allowed to take longer than like a 10-minute shower before everybody freaks the fuck out. So I need to fucking prep this guy. What I do is I pretend I'm taking a shit first. So I pretend I'm taking a shit, get him going, right? But I can't jack off. This is when I was a kid. I couldn't jack off. This is horrible. I couldn't jack off sitting down. I couldn't jack off in the shower. I had to lay down on the bathroom floor. So fucking... Oh, now, wow. A little fucking zero yeah, gravity, yeah. Jack. So, uh... You're telling me you never tasted your cum, huh? <laughs> You're a goddamn liar. Bro, I told you. I got white lava. It doesn't fire off to my face. We're going to be at Jenny Springs next year. We're going to be going through the woods at four in the morning. We're going to hear some guy go, cum sniffers. <laughs> and then we're going to try to fight him. Like, some of y'all have to be a little gentle because we don't remember everything we talk about. Yeah. And then when we see y'all in public... You will like our pool guy. He'll be like, "Yo, so fucking, what's up with that cum sniffing?" Yeah, like, and I'll be like, "Huh? What the fuck, you saying? Like, what'd you say, motherfucker?" Yeah, and 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 sometimes we get caught off guard because we forget we were just talking about all these crazy intimate moments of our lives. And once we record it, it's kind of like that's who, it. That we don't like. I don't think about it all the time. But who was it told me? Somebody comes up to me and they don't fucking say it all right. It was right after like the Alien podcast. We had a party and they were like, "What if she was thirteen? Or, or he goes, "What if she was 15? And I was like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "If she was fifteen, would you fuck her?" And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" They're like, <laughs> "The Alien, buddy." And I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." Well, then I would fuck her. So goddamn th- Alien brains. <laughs> out. If this was the first podcast, listen, you might want to go back to number one. Yeah. 
someone's gonna be like really uncomfortable like hey i was fucking those guys and they started talking about fucking 12 year old aliens no i think cum sniffing's when they turned off already no they're turned in now they're like you sniff your own cum to like me too buddy get over here yeah someone's definitely gonna message and say me too and that's all it's gonna be hey hey, this is it if you sniff your own cum Go ahead and I'm not saying all the time for for the record. Go your ahead honor. and just not all the time. Just hey, once if twice. You, if you're like Mike and you year. do fucking key bumps of your own fucking jism. Like I can see Mike fucking coming on a mirror, taking a credit card, lining it up into chunky oh, ones, man, and then him and Courtney taking a hundred dollar bill and just snorting gametes. You know. Like, <laughs> Why is it so much more disgusting when it's not your shit or your? Oh cum? my god! If it's not, do, do you sniff anyone else's cum? No, I'm just saying. Oh, no, I was no, about no, to no, say. No, no, no. I was like, what? I'm the just fuck? saying. Like we could, I could jack off on my carpet and rub it in my foot. But, it, <laughs> but if it was someone else's jizz, I don't want to be nowhere oh, near yeah, it. Yeah. Hell to the fuck no. That's like lava. That's like radioactive fucking like dynamite. Like hey, I don't want to be nowhere near it. I got a homeboy, fellow comedian. Uh. Good homeboy of mine. Uh, I'll save names, but him and a buddy were uh, were running it on this girl, and uh, he was he was hitting it from the back, and his buddy was uh, catching a little dome, and she told him. I already know like, where this is going. She popped out and she was like, "Don't come inside me." So when it was time, he pulled out and fired, and it all hit the other dude's chest, and he goes, Whoa. and the, all the dude Whoa. could do was go. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> he said, "Rightfully the girl, so." The girl's still blowing him, and he's like, "Get the fuck off me! Get the fuck off me!" He goes, and then my buddy said they pushed, he pushed the girl off him, and stood there with his arms up, just going, "Ah, ah, ah!" And then my buddy came. He said he picked up a towel and was like, "Let me go!" Don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! <laughs> Yeah, because then it gets it gets even more gay. Yeah. Like, no, don't wipe your don't cum wipe off your me. Come off me. Ugh. Just Fuck. smell it and get on your way. No, there what does your cum smell like? There was a couple times. No, 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 no. What is your cum salty salt? Salty salt. <laughs> smells like salt. I like when I like I like when you're trying to be all sexy and you're like asking girl, yeah, you like the taste of my cum, and then they're honest, like, oh no. I just swallow it because of you, but no, I don't want to drink saline water and pumpkin. Could you imagine if the the tides returned and guys were like expected to swallow like female ejaculate? I'd be I'd marching. Be, I'd be marching. I would that. be that stuck up bitch. Like I ain't swallowing your Mm-mm. shit, Mm-mm. You dirty bitch. Like, I would be that guy. Yeah, I don't want to small. We're hypocritical. Girl. Yeah, of course. We want them to swallow our nut, but we ain't trying to swallow theirs. No. I'm, that's no. it. I, I, I'm side with the ladies on this one. I'm, you gonna start I'm small, sorry, swallowing lady nut? No hell no. I ain't, ugh, no hell. You gonna no. be taking a fucking mouthful of fucking. If some... I've been drunk as fuck, and I, I, there's been times. Oh, I mean, have there been times? Of course, gentlemen. I've caught some squirt on the chest. I've caught before some squirt everywhere, man. Should have worn my devil dare goggles. Yeah, but I mean, if I know physical it's challenge, Mark. I ducked the squirt one time and felt like Neo in the Matrix. I saw her like shivering. I was like, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, you look at Steven. He's like, why would you duck it? Hey, man. He's like. Steven's like, I got a couple Gerber bottles full of my female ejaculants. He's like, I fucking, I basically waterboarded myself on some pussy one time. Fucking shallow water blackout on some goddamn squirtzilla. He's like, sometimes I'll be putting a little fucking drops of Mio in her pussy, and then she squirts, and it's fucking tangerine. You know? I'll be making Kool-Aid in that pussy. Ugh. And then Mike's sitting there chopping up lines of cum. He's like, "Hey guys, oh. you trying to you trying to do a cum line or what, man? Let's party!" Listen, this is how this is how this is how insecure I am about jizz. There's been a couple times where I've jacked off and and and, and, and I was like just not in the right position, so it kind of landed on my chest a little bit, my stomach. 
I was so like, uh, uh, uh. I was like tiptoeing, like hustling, like running to the shower. And then I just kind of like did that silent, like Sarah McLaughlin cry under the water. Like, no, I, I don't want jizz on me, player. That's it. That's it. It comes out the penis and it goes far away in your mouth, on the carpet, whatever. I don't, I'm a clean fat person. I go directly to the shower. If a directly. dude had to jizz on you. No, I'm out. Where would you, you have to. All right, my foot. foot I was going to say the same thing. Jizz foot. on my foot. Fuck it. Because I'm like, it's like stepping a shit. Yeah. I've there's stepped, only worse than stepping a shit. Jizz on the barefooted. bottom of my foot though, not the top. Yeah. Tops, that's Just too good. Jizz gay. on the bottom of my foot. It's like stepping in shit. I could deal with it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, if a dude had to jizz on your foot again. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Steven's like, what do you mean, man? Yeah, Steven's like, we what do you all mean? get jizzed on. It's what, the way of life. Talking about a red platypus, homie? Come on now. What's up? What you are know, you, a child? You know what I just thought about just now? Is that the fact that jizz don't get no fucking respect. <laughs> Goddamn jizz is the is the it's fucking the jizz jizz is life jizz is keeping yeah. the world going around like you girls women y'all could do a lot of shit about us well, i get it baby and i'm all about your feminist movement and i believe women can do a whole lot of shit about but baby, us I you get just it. the oven we the recipe yeah baby we got that batter baby <laughs> what's up with some baby batter my carpet is full of fucking like another intergalactic universe is laying inside my so carpet. you jizz in your carpet a lot well, I wouldn't say a lot, but yeah, sometimes. And, and it's black carpet, so it makes it a little tricky. So I found out that you can't let it dry up, so I got to smear it in right in, or it's going to be forever Every a fucking time stain. I see Courtney vacuuming from now on, I'm going to be like, go over it again. Oh, no, there ain't no going over it. I got children all over my room. If you were going to go into that black light, that bitch would be light up like a CSI crime scene. <laughs> Jizz everywhere. Isn't it crazy? Can someone Google this? What is the estimated amount of uh, sperm cells that get shot out in one load? And that is the odds of that is like let's say it's a thousand. Let's just say it's a low number. I know it's probably like fifty thousand or hundred thousand. I think it's millions, bro. It might. Yeah. So can can we get those high dollar producers that Google shit while we're talking about it and they bring it up the teleprompter so we can refer to it and and be factual, fucking correct? Two hundred fifty million sperm cells. Two hundred and fifty million jizz. So you know what my jizz, that's at least a million, because like my jizz be flying, so it's de- I got some thick loads. So an average jizz is 250 million little fucking tap holds, right? Is that what we're talking about? A microscopic? Yeah. yeah. We're saying 250 million tap holds? Yeah. Okay. I got a million tap holds to come out of my load, because I'm going to just times it times three. I got four times the jizz as normal. No, person. so you would have a billion if you times it by four. All right, whatever. So maybe my math's off. Maybe my yeah. tadpole math's off. Okay, yeah, so you'd don't have judge me. Seven hundred and fifty million tadpoles. All right, I'm telling you right now that if if a, if a girl in heat was to fucking crawl across my fucking <laughs> carpet floor, bare puss, there's 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 a high chance. But all that jizz is dead. That's a jizz graveyard. What is the lifespan on jizz? Next question, Google. How much time does that jizz have to fucking find that egg? Maybe all my jizz are retarded. I mean, you might have slow jizz. And I know you get older, the jizz slows down. It's just like, what is what is jizz? Jizz is the it's the universe. Our our jizz, it's in our balls. We're making life. Our jizz are like magical. It's the most underrated, unrespected fucking and thing. And sometimes on this planet. we just blast it on people's faces. Yeah, think about all the, the miracle of life, and we're just like, take it on the face. Yeah, the universe is like on a fucking toilet tissue in someone's fucking bathroom trash uh, pail, and there it is, two hundred and fifty million little fucking tap holds. Damn. So what? What do you, What do you think when? 
when a girl swallows, you think the jizz is like, wait a minute, hold up, hold the line, where are we? We're in the wrong hole. Like, hold on, you're, you're trying to tell me like, jizz is still fertile for five days? Like, like right now in this like right now, this, studio? Oh, I could, I could shit. My jizz is going to live at least for 10 days. Damn, five days. So if a woman was to incubate that jizz up to five days, she can squirt it in and, her? And see, the, the, the thought is, I think people would think about putting it in the fridge would be the way to go. But I, the I used to do is that. leaving it on the windowsill. I used to Why do the that. fuck did you used to do that? Because I, I was tired of motherfuckers <laughs> fucking with my shit in my refrigerator. What? So I used to do these cumsicles. I used to jack off. <laughs> I jack God off. Con- no, no, you can. Hey, go on YouTube. Type it in. Type in cum sickles. Mike Busey cum sickles. And I used to tell me about this. You, I, fuck. I was just sometimes I'm a petty motherfucker, and I like you know, I, I, I developed a fucking Indiana Jones death trap, and I was coming inside condoms after sex. So was, let me let me just say this: for the first like up until recently. I I didn't expect to live to be this long, so I was like Captain Condom. I was like reading Rainbow after school special, like, "Hey boys, wear a condom and stop the spread of fucking herpes and AIDS and all those other scary things." I was really scared of it, and now I'm kind of like got the mentality of like these village uh, villagers in the villages. I'm just like, "Fuck it, I'm 40 years old. I lived this long without herpes and fucking AIDS. Fuck it, I'm rolling the dice." Because no one fucking, I, and, and I know that's not a popular thing to say, and, and good thing that a lot of hot women that are possibly fucking me don't listen to this particular episode before they have sex with me. So I will tell you flat out right now, I, am, I will wear a condom. I have no problem wearing a condom, but I'll definitely fake and lie and be like, all right, yeah, sure, you want the condom? I'll put it on. And any guy who says that, like, they always wear a condom is full of shit because you do ride that shit out for a while and then you're like eventually like all right enough's enough i'm grown ass adult i ain't wearing no goddamn condom so captain condom is dead i used to be an advocate for condoms i was like a dare counselor for condoms i'd be like purity rings jonah's brother is like wear the condom and now i'm like i keep condoms on is like they're like condoms are like insurance policies like you're like (laughs) If you if we really gotta do it, I'll fucking wear it. There is a very, very, very attractive female that's a part of our brand that a lot of my hardcore followers are definitely in love with. And when one drunken night we had sex, she requested a condom. And I did that pause. I just remember being like, Oh yeah, all right, no problem. Condom, huh? Yeah, and then you just like, you know, you ever put a condom on and you get instantly limp? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. It's one of those gas station banana-flavored condoms. You're like, what is in this shit? Debonerize? Like, <laughs> is this a government conspiracy to kill my semen, my 250 million fucking tadpoles? Because nothing kills my boner like putting on a con- I better be ninth grade hard if I put that condom on. <laughs> I had to have a fluffer. Ninth the fluffer has to have hard. a fluffer. If if I'm not raw, and I got like moments to get into stroke mode, if why don't you put yeah. on that condom? It's like a detonation. Like you have ten seconds, ten, nine. It's like Howard Duck, that little countdown, and the fucking plant blows up and shit. If I don't get deep inside your, oh, I'm deep. I mean, four inches in your pussy. 
after putting that condom on, I'm going limp, and then I'm like fucking beating it up. Like, come on, motherfucker, stay hard. Don't do this to me. You're like, come what on. What are you Googling over there? Are you Googling I, I semen tra- fucking factoids? I was trying to find something. Are you on something. Instagram semen fucking meme pages right now? No, I was trying to find something about uh, like the five days to see if there was a case. Did on you find the a case? Day yeah. of semen my yeah. boyfriend gave to me. Find something to uh, to quote with you, but I couldn't find it. Oh, God. Oh, well, man. I do appreciate your d- d- diligence I was on trying, scientific I was like, fucking research. I was like, let's see if there's like been a case where like five days later... Uh, somebody's been like, I got a baby. You know, there's been a case of a girl who kept a condom because I've heard about it, especially with, like celebrities and shit and rich people. That a girl, some ratchet ass bitch, kept a condom, like took it out of the trash. Like, I, I oh, want to yeah. feel an NFL and NBA. They have like these life coaches that like, all right, y'all. So when you come in that condom, you better fucking flush that condom in that hotel so she don't fucking got your shit they need and a, then try to put it in your pussy and try to say you got raped later. And duh, 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 duh. They need a condom disposal guy in your crew where he's literally the one who's like, give it to me. Give it to me. They smell it. Okay. Dude, I got, I got fucking old videos like just of some very famous people now. Like They're like, yo, you got a condom, you got a condom. And be like, it's on YouTube and shit still somewhere hidden. That pages I don't have access to. If you just for record, if you watch any video on YouTube of me, because people are like, yeah, I found you on YouTube. And at first I was like, yeah, of course. I mean, fucking course. I'm but, there, yeah. But now I'm like, no, I haven't been on YouTube in years. It's been only it's been like five years since I've had like a real active YouTube. Channel. Yeah, that I actually have control over. I've had like celebrity friends hit me up like later. Hey man, can you uh, can you delete that one video? Like I have no say. Yeah, it's true. I ha- I can't I can't do nothing about it because I don't have access to that account. You know, I, I'm still owed money by Google. I get I get a, a, a like a, a letter from a lawyer like once a month. Like, hey, we can for twenty percent, we'll get you that money that Google owes you. One of these days, I'm gonna get that goddamn Google money. <laughs> when if when shit gets start getting hard hard around here, I'm like, hey, ninth grade hard. Yeah, ninth grade hard. I'm like, hey, it's time to fucking get that Google money. We about to take that shit to trial, baby. Hey, talk about ninth grade, man. We went this weekend and watched Brian Idol wrestle at a high school. Yes, we did. That's a great transition. Ninth grade boner into a high school fucking expedition fucking wrestling event that I went to. It was wild too, man, because uh, like they had the little desks in the back and shit. You like sat that. in one. I sat in one. And I wasn't sure I could sit. Bro, you look better now than I looked when I was back in high school. <laughs> so you you look good. You either they got those decks esc- uh, uh, like ad- adjustable shit. Either they're extra big now because obesity has probably stormed the fucking yeah. nation. Because I could barely fit in them back in the day when I was slim. So there ain't no way. I don't know how you fit in them because Mm-mm. you ain't so small yourself. Mm-mm. I got in, man. You got a little spare it tire. It was weird, man. That was like you said. That was the first time you were at a high school since you've been out of high school. Yeah, I, I literally was like. I don't know why I thought this, but I was like, holy shit. I haven't been to a high school since my girlfriend's been alive. Yeah. Like, my girlfriend's 21. And And then your boner was probably extra hard. Oh, well, no comment, your honor. (laughs) Fucking, we showed up and some old ass dude, some old 80-year-old guy, like, rear-ended a car and drove it over, like, a small little, like, (laughs) He rear-ended one of the wrestler's cars and drove it over a little cliff. And then we showed up. That was that Indian wrestler dude that came out in that dope-ass garb and stuff like that? That was his car that got hit. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he wrestled here before. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure? He's been here, yeah. Well, if you ever want to lie to me, just tell me you've been to my house before. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. You know, I don't fucking know. I can't ever. Miguel recently has been busting my balls. He's like, you know him. You fucking know him. So now I'm like just giving it back. Like, oh, yeah, you remember Bob? You know him, Miguel. You fucking know him. 
He came to your show, Miguel. When we were at the high school, man, it was crazy watching like wrestling because like there's like there was people like okay, first of all, Daniel, our member, shout out to Daniel, he listens to this. When Daniel, when you were watching the uh, A and E show that we were on, the WWE's Lost Treasures, Daniel was watching a video of Jake the Snake getting hit by Honky Tonk Man's guitar, and watching Daniel watch it was the best because they would replay it, and Daniel would be like, "Oh no!" Like <laughs> it's like, so funny you said mention this because right before we started recording this, uh, one of my ex girlfriends. One of the sisters that I dated, yeah, uh, she just Snapchat me, and it was the I guess a rerun from the show. Well, she was watching it. Her and her husband were watching it. And was she baby. telling her husband that, that used to fuck her? Oh, you listen. Here's the deal. I know I've got a long list of ex girlfriends that somehow, some way, and it might be very innocent that my name is brought up or something shows up on TV, the internet. And that guy who's dating her or married to her has to be like, fuck him, fuck him. I know there's a guy right now that might see one of my ex-girlfriends at a gas station. Like, yo, hey, man, I fucking love you and my music. And the boyfriend's like, get in the car, you fucking bitch. And I know that has to drive them crazy. But even though me and her are super cool, she actually has uh, one of Jetta's uh, first uh, puppies. Um, so... Like we st- we're still very cordial and friendly, yeah. and so like we're not like you know on the weird shit. She actually fucked Rowdy Rob and stuff, whatever. Hopefully, <laughs> Misha ain't listen to this. She go crazy. <laughs> Anyways, you know, fucking, it's a good thing, guys. If you are cool with your ex girlfriends, but there's a line to it. You can't be like so cool that like it's getting weird late at night. Yeah, and hopefully for for the better of you that she gets more unattractive because nothing worse than when your ex-girlfriend gets hotter yeah she gets hotter and she starts doing all the things you didn't do with you yeah you're like what the fuck but there is if it's it's kind of weird because if we were all to put our pride aside like could you imagine i i've seen this in my younger days and i've always like i was fascinated by it when an ex like wife or husband would befriend the new current ex-wife or husband or the yeah. wife or husband and they were just like cordial, and I think that that just comes from being mature. Like, yeah, I'm tired of this bitch's shit. You can have her. My friend Alex and Antonio are like that, man. Like her new man and his, his ex wife. They they're still like because they had kids together. They're still like a big family, and it's not just cordial. It's like they're like a big family. You know, that's like, that's, yeah. that's how things should be. Yeah, if you really do love somebody, you you should you know slightly hope for their downfall and at, at first, yeah. but eventually. You want them to be happy because you don't want someone's miserable. They're going to spread their miserable shit on you. And, and you want them to be happy so you can be like, hey, man, I'm so glad you're, you're great. You're married. You have kids now. You got everything you wanted. I feel like biologically, women are just kind of like meant to eventually just grow out of the fucking hoe stage. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go. I guess I'm going to catch some of these. Uh, 250 million semen's tadpoles and fucking let them fertilize one of my eggs and then just call game over. And then I feel like now there's an era of people that, cool, I'm like 35, 40, 45, whatever, have a kid, they're grown, whatever. I'm just going to go out and just go have fun again. Yeah. You know? And that that's like those cougar ladies that we always prayed about when we were younger. Like, oh, man, see that 35-year-old fucking lady? She wants it. She wants that. And you're scared. That's what helped me. That's uh, I had... I had a sexual relationship with a teacher. We've talked about it several times. We may have deleted some things from the past. We didn't want to, because I'm not no snitch. But uh, there's, 
if you're a young man and you have uh, some type of sexual situation with an older woman, it will definitely advance your game to where you're like, <laughs> fuck these like, girls your Statutory age Statutory rapes the jizz, boys. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Line up for it. You catch you a, cu- a couple fucking hot ladies that are older and their husband ain't fucking them and you just happen to be that young hot boy toy. <laughs> They might fall in love, and you and you can't. You got to stay focused. You know, there's a whole lot. The Lord's got some new, got good pussy for you. You don't want to settle for that damaged old shelf shit. Go get that new, fresh, fresh. But take the skills that the older lady gives you, because it gave me confidence. I'm like looking at girls my age. I'm like, you ain't shit. I just I just made out with my 35 year old teacher. You ain't shit. Like I can still taste the fucking peppermint fucking toothpaste in my mouth. You know. I, I got stories about that. I know I'm not supposed to talk about them. I was like, I guess par- apparently that stuff's not cool no more. But back in my <laughs> day, cool no if you were catching some head from the teacher, you were the coolest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> now all you motherfuckers be snitching on, snitching on your teacher, and they go to prison for a long time. I never, I never spoke uh, publicly uh, or dropped no names. You know. Uh, anyway, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother type. And of guess what? No, it ain't. Yes, it is. No, you know why? Yes, it is. Because these following people just Read became them members, and I'd like to thank you. And if you do become a member of mybeast.com, not only do you get to see two fat dudes talk for two hours every week, you get to see all this new hot content we've been dropping, and it is some fire ass shit. We are going to be dropping the Ginny Springs video in the next day or so. I, I, I normally would say tomorrow, but I don't want to lie because it's supposed to come out tomorrow, but we'll see. And uh, hopefully Aaron is still editing his uh, ass away right now. Was he? Was he in there? Can we get confirmation? I don't know. Uh, fucking my guy, my little golden child, he uh, Chris, he's been editing his ass off. And you might catch me getting a double donger on Horn Blaster Mats. Use the promo code Busey's uh, Yacht. Uh, we got all kinds of fire ass shit, and only now you get to see all that stuff. You get to watch this, and you get to come to the events. We got an event coming up at uh, uh, the Oasis on the River. Oasis on the uh, Oasis on the River on the nineteenth, <laughs> and then we have our Fourth of July weekend. It's a party, but it's a members' weekend. It is the second, third, and fourth. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. And uh, doesn't matter where you live. If you're a member, you are welcome to come here, free of charge. Three days, three nights, fun, games, excitement, free food, free alcohol, free camping, and a lot of cool, awesome shit going on. And the following people will be able to participate in these things because they they become a member. Sean Wilson from Magnolia, New Jersey. Logan Batten from Williamton, North Carolina. Mitchell Harl from Coolridge, Georgia. Zachariah Swain from... Fuck (laughs) y'all. Fuck everyone laughs when I say something wrote up. <laughs> fuck y'all. I, I think that someone hopes that I fuck up their shit so I spend more time on them. So Zachary Swain, he's like, holy shit. Zachary or Zachariah? Zachariah. I just said his name twice. That's actually three times from Pomino Park, Florida. Michael Kremashank. <laughs> I just watched your forehead crinkle so yeah. hard. Karamashank. <laughs> Michael Karamashike from... Are y'all purposely giving me the hard names? No, What's going on here? No, you chose the list. All right, and, chose- this, and this city ain't no easier either. Swans, Sawyerville, Pennsylvania. Oh, that wasn't that hard. Uh, <laughs> Corey Williamson from Bloomington, Minnesota. Trent Trolley from Savannah, Georgia. Brandon Calhoun from Marsa Siles, Illinois. Brandon Parsons from Parkinsburg, West Virginia. Ryan Zimmerman from Council Bluffs, Iowa. 
Shane Kastner from Lakewood, Colorado. Matthew Gesler from Youngstown, Ohio. Justin Frank from Tuwata, New Jersey. Tuwata! Get down with the... You've heard of that place? No. (laughs) Austin King from Orlando, Florida. Zach Posiak from Marriott, Wisconsin. Maybe it's one of the shows you did up there. Maybe he was yeah, at the fucking... Yeah, he came out at the, one, of the fucking, uh, one of the fucking lodges. Or yeah, fucking, he was at the fucking lo- Long, Long John, John Silver's, Silver's, Wisconsin. Yeah, Chris Daniels from Greensville, Maine. Uh, shout out to Maine. Um, <laughs> shout out to Maine. <laughs> the, the, Maine. Never mind, that's a whole other story. Uh, Lana, Lana from New York, New York. Um, thanks. I think she just stutters. Yeah, that was Lana, two names. L- Lana, it says Lana, Lana, New York, New York, New York. Chris Evans, Royal Palm Beach, Florida, and Jay Manning from Bryceville, Florida. Thank you guys for joining MikeBC.com. Watch the content and experience the content in person, real life, real people, real experiences. It is well worth your fucking money. You come to one fucking event just one time the whole year, you'll actually feel sorry. You'll actually be trying to hand us money and saying, oh my God, this is amazing. The content's fucking fire. We got all kinds of awesome new shit coming up. And uh, we're also asking you guys to turn your phone sideways, ask us a question that you want to know, send us the video to my Instagram at MikeBCShow, the one with the blue check mark. Send me a video, high quality, turn your phone sideways, say your name, where you're from, and what you do, what your occupation is, and ask us a question. It, it don't have to be, even be related anything. to anything. Just ask us any question. Ask us a question anything. we've always wanted to know. If you send it to us, we're going to save it, and then we're going to upload it and put it on this screen right here, and then we're going to actually uh, take time, and we're going to let y'all ask questions, and then we're going to answer them. If, if, if Don't ask stupid-ass questions. Give us good questions, intelligent shit. I mean, not have to be intelligent, but, you know, you know, whatever. Just ask us whatever the fuck you want. Anything you want to know, ask us. We want to interact with you more, guys. We're going to be dropping these episodes every single Wednesday, and it goes on the website first before it's on there for hours and hours before it actually hits Spotify and, and fucking iHeart and Apple and Pandora, whatever the fuck you listen on. Thank you guys, because by being a member, not only uh, have you changed my life, but you, you're employing several other people that eat and breathe and sleep what we're doing here, and we're doing something that not many people are doing, and, and, and is we're doing things our way. And hopefully, uh, everything you see, what we do, it's not to brag, it's to inspire. And we hope that we're inspiring you. Whatever shit job you have, or if your fucking fat-ass fucking cunt wife doesn't suck your dick no more. Hopefully, she's not listening to the show. And hopefully, you catch a blowjob and you shoot those 250 million fucking seeds at the back of her fucking throat. I want to hear you choke say, oh, hell yeah. No, I'm not drunk, Miguel. Don't look at me like that. Don't fucking judge me. I'm in a good fucking mood. This is a great fucking show. I will. If y'all didn't enjoy tonight's show, send us a video message saying it sucked, and I will come to your house and jack off your fucking dog if you didn't enjoy this show. If it needs to, uh, actually, Batista, Rowdy Rob's dog, had to go to the uh, ER vet today. He was bleeding from his penis, and, and the the diagnosis was that the dog is backed up with jizz. So if anyone has a boxer and wants uh, Batista, Rowdy Rob's uh, lineage, who his balls are still there, he's like 11, 12 years old. His dog needs to fuck. So if anyone has a boxer, a purebred boxer, wants to breed, we got some fucking old-ass jizz dick over here that's bleeding because it needs to fuck. It's backed up, which is not good. And that's, that's, that's like 
the definition of life. You can't back yourself up. That's that's how school shooters happen. This rambling ass motherfucker acts at the last moment like if he doesn't keep talking to you, he's it's gonna die. I don't want to say goodbye. It's it's hot as I'm sweating my balls off. I want to get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go eat some food, catch some blowjobs, stay up all night watching some ancient aliens, uh, you're send some meme things. screenshots to people. <laughs> I get sad when I can't airdrop y'all. I'm like, they're not close enough to airdrop. <laughs> Must get closer. Must get closer. <laughs> we love you guys, man. Uh, yeah. Thank I don't, you for what listening. Else, what, are we missing anything? No, man. You did a great show. You did great a great show. job. You we went to your job. show. We talked about Brian Idol. Yeah, you're like, fuck, I guess I'll keep talking about it. Yeah, wait, wait, you're going to recap? No, it was a great show. <laughs> and we appreciate any of y'all who come out to our shit and support us. So go support Miguel. Go follow his Instagram. He has a, a show on Real Radio 1.1 here in Orlando. When is that air? Every Monday and uh, Monday through Thursday night at 9 p.m. And it's on iHeartRadio as well. Real laughs. So if you, if you want to hear even more of this podcast, you want to yeah. listen to Miguel, go listen. Where they can I hear it one more time? I think you hear it on the iHeartRadio app. You can just look up Real Laughs. Real Laughs. Go listen to Miguel every Monday. New episode? Monday through Thursday. Every Monday through Thursday. Yeah. Goddamn, how many fucking radio shows are you dropping? A lot. That's why every Monday when I'm like, I got to roll, you're like, where are you going? Yes. <laughs> I, like, I like people. I like it, Not man, all too. of them, but I like, them. I like a lot of them. And I, I like everyone we got here right now. Me too, man. Thank and you guys for listening, man. We appreciate that's it. That's it? Nothing else you got to say? No, Mike. No? Anyone want to say shout out to grandmas or anything? <laughs> or any birthdays coming up? Anything? Nothing? That's it? That's it. Guys, if you really like the show, tell a friend. Tell a friend you don't even like. Say, oh, you're going to love this show. Check it out. Go download it and follow it. Grab someone's phone on Spotify or Apple, whatever the fuck they do on there, and go like follow our show on someone else's phone so they get a notification. And leave a, leave a, leave a review on Apple. You can't do it on Spotify. Tell a friend because the, the higher the numbers go up, the more likely we can take this shit more serious because we, we, we put one day into this. But I want to make this bigger and better, and we thank you all for listening. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>